guys, welcome into the show. Vic Faust, cancel this, Tab of the Hassle. Scotty Gherkin, Lizzie Sparks on the boards today. Eric Johnson will be joining us. Uh, with that being said, we say good morning, happy Thursday. April 5th is our day. We've got it all ready to go. Lots of guests, lots of topics, as we always talk about. Okay, coming up in about, I don't know, 10 minutes or so, Tabitha has a guest. Uh, his name is Attorney Daniel Bibb. Daniel was an assistant prosecuting attorney in New York for some time. And now he's a defense attorney in New York City. Oh, he wanted to make some money. <laughs> he's, he's a Scott Rosenblum of New York City. Oh, is he? He's a de- criminal defense attorney? Yes. All right. Uh, you say he's not a big Trump fan, but he'll weigh in on the whole Trump situation. I can't wait to hear what he has to say. All right. With that being said, we'll jump into that. Coming up at a nine o'clock hour, you won't want to miss... Um, college student getting ready to graduate. Her name is Leah Olmstead. Lindenwood University in the St. Louis area. Uh, her story went viral this week. Daily Wire. I think it was the Daily Wire did a story on her. Um, she actually had a professor say that she should be killed and then joked about it in class and said, well, you know, nobody likes you because you're conservative. Okay. Could you imagine if the shoe was on the other foot? Anyway, we'll get into that story. Hillary Clinton's still out spreading, isn't this interesting, disinformation. And you'll also hear there is a um, a well-known uh, D-trans, somebody who is trying to warn others of the possibilities of being very, very, very depressed if you go through a transgender surgery yeah that's right you get all sides of the story just main mainstream media won't tell you or won't give you all the stories so you can make up your own mind uh he's speaking out today and he says that tiktok was the reason he started to say yeah i need a trans i need to go through transgender surgery because of other messages messages mm-hmm. that get pushed not the real messages life. yep those are some of the things we're getting into today um there's more too. It's a Thursday. We're ready to get things going. Happy Thursday, April 5th, 8.02 is the time. Of course, this is cancel this, cancelthisshow.com. Like, subscribe, share everything that you possibly can. And please, if you can donate, please help us out. And if you know of any advertisers or an advertiser for yourself, or if you own a business, jump in with us. Check out our partners back with Cancel This right after this two-minute break. You've waited, and now it's here. The unveiling of the latest Carroll House Lifestyle Collections. I'm Brooke with my sister Amy inviting you to see three football fields of the latest styles. Our new Lifestyle Collections are premium quality furniture made exclusively for us and available only at Carroll House. The attention to detail is unmatched and so is the value, nearly half the price of a typical gallery store. Plus, get free financing, delivery, and in-home design. Carroll House, because you like nice things. Kathy O. Big Strick, owner of Experience Real Estate Partners with EXP, has been one of St. Louis, Missouri's highest selling groups for 26 years running. In that time, Kathy and her team have successfully assisted an incredible 4,000 families. So if you're thinking about buying, building, or selling, be sure to put Kathy's group and their experience to work for you, and you can expect to be moved. Just give her a call at 314-276-SOLD. That's 314-276-7653 or 5 find her online at experience-re.com.
Winties in the Chesterfield Valley, if you don't know, is a family-owned business that has been around since 1994, serving some of the best chicken wings in town, no joke. Also known for their fresh burgers, pizza, and incredible smoked meat. Top-notch happy hour specials are included, plus live music every Friday and Saturday. Oh yeah, you can also enjoy their spacious heated covered patio. It's Winties in the Chesterfield Valley, 18,000 Chesterfield Airport Road. As all of you may know, the home of the Cancel This Studio is located at the all-inclusive private jet hangar, Strategic Air Services. Founded in Chesterfield, Missouri, they take pride in offering a meticulous approach to private aviation through services that fully manage your trip from takeoff to landing. Strategic Air Services is more than just storage for your aircraft. They offer state-of-the-art amenities to its members and guests. When you are not traveling, you have the luxury of enjoying their world-class gym, conference rooms, lounges, and so much more. Strategic Air Services offers an unparalleled luxury experience for all things private aviation. If you're looking for a new place to call home for your aircraft, give them a call today at 636-400-7601. Again, that's 636-400-7601 or visit their website at strategicairservices.net. Hey guys, welcome back into Cancel This, CancelThisShow.com. I'm Vic Faust with Tap of the Hassle, Scotty Gherkin. Also alongside today, Eric Johnson will be in. And always Lizzie Sparks running our chat line from all the platforms that you can jump into. That's right, CancelThisShow.com. I, I know we're about four months into this. I still get asked, how do I watch you guys? How do I listen? What is this? What it? Yeah. And it's so easy. Easy. CancelTheShow.com. Come on, people. CancelTheShow.com. <laughs> CancelTheShow.com. We're based out of the St. Louis, Missouri area, but we're a national headline show. We will cover St. Louis as well. And it just seems like St. Louis local news is national news when it does uh, come out. So we'll get into all that too. But you can go to CancelTheShow.com. Check out all the viewing platforms to join us live. And we love it when we have live listeners. That's why we're here. Most of the views and listens come after the show's over, believe it or not. Not only throughout the St. Louis area, but all across the country. Uh, we do appreciate your participation. It makes it fun. And um, it, it keeps us going. And we, we do try to pay attention. That's why Lizzie does such a great job with that. All right. Here we go. The whole Trump stuff has started to die down, right? It started to die down. Didn't it start to die down? That was quick, down? wasn't it? Start, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> after all of it. Yeah, the, the slope didn't last long. But I do see people trying to take advantage of it like Hillary Clinton. Before, we we're going to talk with attorney Daniel Bibb coming up in, I don't know, about eight, nine minutes or so. But if there's one person that <laughs> just please zip it, lock it, put it in your pocket. Scotty, I sent you that video with uh, Hillary um, from. You want to play that now? Oh, please. Okay. Columbia University. Why Hillary Clinton is still allowed to go. To, I already know. Never mind. I did see a stat yesterday. Anybody have any idea? what the Republican to Democrat ratio is of college professors on oh, your average. That, there is a stat. I saw it yesterday. Oh my, I can only imagine. What, two to one, three to one, four to one? I would say nine to one. Five to one. You'd say as high as nine to Maybe, one? yeah. Try 12 to one. I was close. Freaky day, 12 to 1, Democrat to Republican. So you already know what's happening on these college campuses. Well, Columbia University uh, hosted, 
Hillary Clinton, hey, whatever. But Hillary wasn't there talking about being a first lady. She wasn't talking about um, her role in the, the, the uh, Obama administration. She can't get off Donald Trump. <laughs> he lives rent-free in that woman's brain. Here she is talking about how Donald screwed up and, and cheated his way to the presidency. A guy who had been one of the main, I guess he was one of the main people <clears throat> running memes against me in 2016. But he went from that <laughs> to ha running a very deliberate effort to mislead people about where and how to vote. Yeah. So it went from speech to action meant to subvert the election because thousands of people who they targeted yeah. through their algorithms. Oh, I can text my vote for Hillary Clinton. Yeah. yeah. Thousands texted yeah. their vote. Okay. A guy who had been she had just gotten done talking about Donald Trump and then she moved on to Mackey. Do you guys, this guy got convicted for memes. Did you see that yes, story, I Tabitha? Did. I did. I think it, I'm trying to remember his name. Was it Daniel Mackey? Coming from the woman who stole private land in the United States, sold, mined it, sold uranium to Russia, literally our uranium to other countries so that they could make nuclear weapons. I mean, I don't really care what Hillary Clinton has to well, say. Well, but here's the She's thing. She's treasonous. The, the problem is, is that is Douglas Mackey is his name also known as Ricky Vaughn, uh, he was convicted by a federal jury in Brooklyn, of course, liberal New York, with the charge of conspiracy against rights stemming from his scheme, uh, allegedly to deprive individuals of their constitutional right to vote. Um, it, it is interesting when you see these things happen. Uh, he was on trial for a charge of allegedly conspiring against people's right to vote with memes. Are you kidding? Me? I remember seeing that a few days ago. I mean, that's are you insane. Kidding? Yeah, it came out last week. He was found guilty last week. He's going to be sentenced on August 16th of 2023. Who would think that you could he be, faces be a maximum of 10 years for that for memes? It's ridiculous for memes. I belong in life. I belong in a lifetime sentence, I guess. <laughs> I you can't make this stuff up, but it was interesting. I saw that come out yesterday in regards to the whole situation regarding Donald Trump, and she never misses a chance to talk about Donald Trump. And of course, then you have this Mackey guy. Anyway, um, Hillary will be Hillary, and it ought to be interesting too because Hillary and Bill, and then you have the Bidens, Comey. Representative Comey from Kentucky, who is in charge of the um, investigative committee right now, the subcommittee on the Bidens. And he says that they've laundered money. And he said yesterday that he got calls from prosecutors in Tennessee and Kentucky going, okay, can we now file cases and go after the Bidens? He says what has happened has put a dangerous precedent out there against Trump, of course, because anybody with half a brain knows that what's going on in the Donald Trump case is, quote, all trumped up, no pun intended, has nothing to do with any legality that's true legal law. When you talk to most attorneys, Democrats, Republicans, they all say it. The only people who say there's something serious here are those with an agenda and an axe to grind. Well, here we go. Comey says... Be careful what you wish for. He says that we're past the point of no return because of what liberal Democrats prosecuting attorneys in New York have done with Bragg. 
Now, prosecuting attorneys across the country are going, okay, we're going to set cases and go after the Bidens. And while, and it will get nowhere and nothing will ever happen it, because we've bar- already tried. But no, not, no, not really. Here's a, and, and this whole thing with Trump's not going to get anywhere either, Tabitha. We have it, to be it's fair. Not, it's not. I, I mean, I don't think that it will. I don't Scott even, Rosenblum, see, and we'll see what uh, what Dan Bibb says, you know, coming up. But that, I'll, no, there's. I mean, I think we we already know this, and I mean, don't but we? Nothing, nothing's ever going to happen to the Bidens. Nothing ever has happened or will happen to the Clintons. I mean, certain people in this country can do anything they want. It's great wishful thinking. Oh, things will change, but things. You think about this. Donald Trump was president for four years. And nothing ever happened to the Clintons. Well, that's because he, he was had busy, he was busy turning the country around, Tabitha. Nothing ever happened. He was busy making America great again. Because it's just not the, that the easy climate, to go after clim- these people. Tabitha, climate has changed. I'm it will you. not change. We're, it, we're not. And here's, here's why I know it's Vic, changed. We're not up here. We're still. We might be the majority. Not with me. But we're still down here. It's, For it the first time, yet. I saw things change with uh, Comer's subcommittee with the Twitter drop. Tabitha, things have changed. And then they're nothing, not changed at the level you want or I want or listeners and it's viewers. It's not changed want. enough. But Tabitha, to you have to start. Bidens. No, but listen, you have to start somewhere. That Biden, that, I'm telling you, that Biden thing is not going to be swept under. We the will agree to disagree. I don't. And here's I don't see why things have happening. changed. Never in a million years would I think that you would see a shaman, a January sixer, get released from prison early because video was actually shown where it showed that. The lies of Nancy Pelosi and Schumer and the rest of the Democratic Party were uncovered. He shouldn't have been in prison to it, begin with. It doesn't with. matter. We know. but That goes to show right there. He shouldn't have been in prison he should, but to guess begin what? with without his rights, without yes, due process. You're right. But let me finish this. But for the first time, you even admitted on this show one day, I am shocked that this video is out there. And I think you said you were surprised. Well, I'd already believe. seen those videos. I was shocked that's that other people point. hadn't. No, that's not the point. The point is the fact that you actually had Republicans uncovering information, showing it, and being able to change a wrong to a right to get the shaman and out of prison. And then Tucker stopped talking about it. So, But guess what? It started. So, so then you have a subcommittee now releasing information about the Bidens. And that's not stopping. It's going on. We've never... We haven't gotten this information, Tabitha. I'm not I hope saying, and pray you are right, but I, I it's have not to a matter disagree. Of me, right? I'm saying I hope what's and pray fact. You are right. We're lucky these days if we can win a school board election. No, nope, you know that's they've true. got their but big that's another thumb on too. top of us and have us blocked at every possible opportunity. School board elections aren't res- that, that's up to the people and the voters. Well, exactly, but you know what? We're because now you're talking about local school because elections. they cheat, they cheat, they cheat. The only we're very lucky to win school board elections. I mean, that's our wins for the day. What? What? We're never going to be able to prosecute the. Bidens, the Clintons, or anyone else, unless we have a civil war, I don't see it ever happening. We will never have the upper hand until we stand up and fight for that upper hand. And we well, haven't done that yet. But that's such an open, wide, blanket it statement, is. Tabitha. It is. What I'm talking about are specific wins, things that are happening now that we haven't seen happen in the past 10 years. I've never seen, ever in our lives, did we see video dumps of things that were put behind. I'm telling you, it doesn't mean it's where we want it to be, Tabitha. And it's not my opinion. This is fact. I only speak in fact when I say it's a fact. It's a fact. For the first time ever, we're getting information. And some things have changed. And it's like, uh-oh. Just because national media doesn't cover it, at least you have Fox OA and Newsmax covering it. Dude, until they get deplatformed. If you would have said, if you're just you're just all negative mean today. I'm not negative. Scotty, you know what time it is.
I went through all that time Arr. thinking Hillary Clinton would be prosecuted. Got to give it to her it again. Arr. Never happens. <laughs> so anyway, um, at some point in time. We'll see if anything else happens. I do think it will be. Coming up, it we're going to be talking with New York criminal defense attorney. Tabitha's just mean and nasty. Rick and I are going to arm wrestle during the break. She doesn't want to acknowledge the good. Eric Johnson walks in studio. Scotty Gherkin on the boards. Tabitha Hassel here. I'm Vic Faust. By the way, uh, we're getting ready to talk with uh, New York criminal defense attorney, uh, Dan Bibb, Daniel Bibb. Um, he's a former prosecuting attorney or assistant prosecuting attorney in New York about the fallout and everything that's he's happened He's a former assistant DA. That's correct. So I actually have him backstage, but I'm not seeing any video from him. So if I could contact him some way and figure oh, that okay. out. Okay. That would be end. Tabitha. Yeah. So... We're dealing with that. Eric, I'm glad you showed up when you did because yeah. Tabitha, when Tabitha gets set on something, even if something positive has happened. Oh, Eric, come on now. Eric's, Eric's answer is let's get our U-Haul and leave. And yeah. go no, it's dig. Well, yeah. Now you're attacking Eric. Hey, I'm as long as we're going Eric. to the beach, I'm loading up with him. Yeah, what's, what's I'm the problem? I'm teasing Eric, I still, not attacking To him. this day, I don't even know what the problem is. <laughs> it's literally, I don't understand. If you're going, Eric, it's everything. Is I guess. Problem. Listen, I, I, I know all that stuff is out there. It's bad. It's mean. Stop we know what the so Democratic optimistic. Party has done. Wait a minute! Stop being so pessimistic. <laughs> Stop being so optimistic. It's not I cannot believe wipe that just, smile off your face. I can't believe she just said that. It is your job Do in life. Do you think the Bidens are ever going to be prosecuted for anything? That wasn't my no. point. Ever. What I'm saying is for the first time ever, happen. we're having information that we thought was true being proven to be true. That's been happening every time. Every conspiracy no, at, theory pretty much soon, has proven but, to be true. But soon. It, Not to it's, Eric. It's happening soon. But the rest of us. <laughs> but the door is open now since they pulled this crap with Trump. It, for them it is. To do which takes us back to that. That's the point. Isn't that the point? Yes, that's it's, the point. It's this thing in the law that you have to understand. There's a word called precedence. And that whenever you hear the word nouveau, it means a nouveau case is a new case. It's a new precedence that has just been opened up. If a judge sees something like this, they're able to go, well, this isn't new. Okay, yeah, let's see what the Bidens have on them. So they just opened a Pandora's box, which they're not going to like, because there's so many people in that stable over there that are just going to get creamed. The rules have changed, <laughs> Tabitha. Even the slow to act Republicans who you hate for not going and fighting. And they might not. They're, I, no, I, you know starting what? to learn. It's not Republicans. What are you supposed to do when Mitch McConnell is your leader and you can't get him out? It, well, we can't get him out because he keeps funding people's campaigns and then they keep getting elected. He, That's why we can't get him out. No, no. It is the pay for play, Kentucky, just like it's always Ken, been then blame, the GOP then blame and Ken, the DNC. Then blame Kentucky. Blame Kentucky. Blame Kentucky. I like Kentucky. No, you don't because they elected him over and over again. I think I'm going to move to Kentucky. So anyway, uh, Eric Johnson joins us this morning. I, I was happy, and then Tabitha wants to make it all mean this morning. I know, I, man. You guys just have more faith in the system than I do. No, I, I don't it's not about faith. It's one minute anything is going to happen. If you had a husband, you'd be like, can you get me some coffee? No, you might spill Actually, it in your lap and burn yourself. That's why she's not married. That's the... <laughs> Come on, Those man. Those are all the opposites of truth. No, I'm just playing with you. Just smile every now and then. I know. Listen. Every now and then, just smile. None of us like Hillary. We don't. We know she did some and has been associated with some very bad things. Yes. I showed Hillary Clinton 
blaming Trump and blaming this Mackey guy and that that's why she lost the election. And she, if anyone and it, and deserves it to be in prison, ta- and her. it set Tabitha off. And I think you have. Yeah. A- oh, just it's looking frustrating. At Trust her, me. Hey, tra- just Tab- looking at her, Tabitha. My whole day is ruined. Tabitha, <laughs> let me tell you. 24 months ago when we started this little project when we were doing the war on, on cupcakes um, <laughs> I thought for a damn second a nanosecond that this backlash would be overwhelming and you would see people coming out mm-hmm. just for fun to vote for Republicans because their communities were going down the crapper I cannot tell you how frustrated I am how wrong I was and how right other people were look at you look at wrong it look was at just Wisconsin the that you wanted look at Wisconsin the, the Supreme Court is now completely mm, what's the right word liberal liberal but you Eric have, have you spent a significant amount of time in Wisconsin I would never do that that to state and I have actually full I have of liberals actually, have. and if you want to live in la la liberal land that's yeah. great go to Wisconsin but you don't but that's it's my a point. beautiful state that's my point is that why would anybody want to live in la la liberal land when it is destroying communities look at the cash app people the founder of cash app last night was dis- was killed well it was, and he yeah. was in a, he was in one of the best cities on the planet well, it was two days I, ago he was stabbed I cannot tell you how awesome San Francisco used to be if you've been to San Francisco you know what I'm talking about but Eric don't think it's that that so was unsafe. just a random crime it was a random crime. Eric, I, it was a, a whole, random crime. Eric, that's a whole nother Well, story. even if it wasn't, why it should have, have been three, protected. Why have three developers of crypto gone missing? I don't know. And then the guy with Cash App gets murdered. Well, that's even worse. That's a Conspiracy Friday. Okay, I that's know. Conspiracy I'm Friday. I'm going to tell you, there's a lot to that story that I was looking up on as well. But- don't just think that it was some random murder. I mean, do you hear about this stuff in Mesa, Arizona? Do you hear about this stuff in in uh, you know um, Alpharetta, Georgia? Do you hear? No. Here's the deal. Here's the deal with these cities. And guess what? St. Louis, Missouri is one of them. These are these are what's the word? Laboratories. Chicago is a laboratory. They are trying to see if they can get this to work. That's why Chicago is always in the news. Guess what? You want you said today. St. Louis is always on national news when it never used to be. You know why? Because we're one of those weird laboratories of liberalism. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It is. It sucks to but be that. I, it, no, it, it can be. I, no, I get it. It's I, like San Francisco was a, is the start of liberal, you know, DAs and all that stuff. Minneapolis is one of those laboratories. So if these if these things succeed over the next five years, this will be the norm Eric, in all of Eric, the urban areas. Well, Eric, where has this sort of ideology and rethinking how we're doing things worked it's it's horrible it hasn't worked anyway but there's no backlash number one there's no backlash what because well when you start to take people's money away it will be and we're close to that number one where has it worked nowhere what does it mean to work uh let's start with a a a good thriving economy and no crime that hasn't worked in one liberal city that's why all those cities that defunded police were failures their leaders were failures the, the small percentage of people who actually went mm-hmm. and voted were failures. And guess what? Then you get Chicago. You get St. Louis. Ladies and gentlemen, you get Minneapolis. Ladies and gentlemen, you get Madison, Wisconsin. Yeah, but here's oh, the thing. Don't forget the thing. about what's behind door number three. 
beautiful, homeless San Francisco and yeah. L.A. I don't even know how we have a discussion anymore about you, St. Louis because every time I say something like, well, it's up to the good people of St. Louis to figure it out, to make it the, the, the thriving uh, you know city it used to be back in the 1800s, 1900s, the early 2000s. Oh, you're destroying it. Every time I bring something like that up, you guys look at me like, you are nuts. No. It's not go- and I'm like, well, we then what's the point talk of talking about, about it? We just don't want to talk about it again. That's You see what I'm saying? <laughs> because so we, what, we how do you, St. Louis crime, St. Louis So how do you St. talk St. about crime. it? From this point forward, do you Why just do we need to talk? Do about you it? just do you just when look something at comes up, you bring Chicago it up. and in St. Louis and New York and all these places? Do you just say we hope to God that you guys fail? Is that what you say? You hope St. Louis fails, don't you? In the way that it's run right now, just say I yes. never, I never just hope say yes. for something to fail, but I know it's gonna. Well, here's why, Eric. It's already failed. Eric isn't. It's not a continuing battle. St. Louis failed miserably, but I'm not. We're not focusing on St. Louis. Okay. St. Louis has failed. Chicago is failing. San Francisco failed. L.A. is failing. Uh, New York, to some degree, was failing. People leaving in droves. Yet they, they still, still vote so for many these people. clowns. Why do Eric, they do that? Which brings me to my next point. I was going to ask you this earlier. How many people have you seen in your lifetime that really have less pride and can actually keep an open mind where they're going to change their vote in enough numbers and go, you know what? I'm not a Republican anymore. I'm going to be a Democrat. Or you know what? Democratic policies suck. You know what? I'm going to because swallow I'll tell my you why. pride I'll tell you why. and I'm going to now vote Republican. No, I'll tell Eric, you why. I can count on my hand the no. number of people I know that have switched parties yes. and actually said, you know what? I have told you guys all about great liberal causes like Eric's band members. Not one of them, not one of them will ever change to a conservative vote because it takes a lack. uh, You have to have an open mind. You have to get rid of your pride. It's it's about switching teams. So there's your answer to your question. It's about switching teams is what it is. I always bring up a Cardinal fan would rather slice their throat than be a Cub fan, period. hell yeah. Or a Reds fan, period. However, here's the deal. This lady is now be not able to put an American flag on her tweet, and she's not able to put the praying hands on her tweet. She's like, I've had enough. I was a blue dog Democrat. I was. Uh, this is a blue dog Democrat state. This is over. I'm a Republican now. And they're, now Republicans are closer to the old Democrats than the new Democrats are. Yeah, but that's that, it. That people aren't changing their vote. I know. And, that's my rhetorical all, question to I you. I remember when you're like, New York's going to go blue, go red. And I tried to tell you and Tabitha, I'm like, Well, it uh-uh. almost did with Lee Zeldin. It's not, it, it, I mean, Lee got damn close, didn't the, he? It, close. But no cigar. Close enough. A day late, a dollar short. And talking about New York, uh, we welcome an attorney, criminal defense attorney. Uh, oh, we don't. I was told we had him. We Sorry, did, Tabitha. We did. we did, but he's gone. Hopefully he comes back. Okay. We're having some issues. We're having We're some technical issues. Uh, okay. Fun, so, so with that being said, <laughs> once again, if we talk about the whole party issue, Eric, people are not changing. They just people. Just they are don't. changing. There is one person that now made. You a, just said people aren't. They changing. were in, in. Was it South Carolina? I you believe just it's said South Carolina. Aren't changing. They keep voting liberal despite policies well, not working. Well, in one case, they. Well, there's a lot of Democrats that went Republican over the last couple of years. A lot. So it's not not happening. It's, Democrats that went Republican. Who are they? Yeah, don't say exactly. Tulsi Gabbard. Tulsi Gabbard. Don't say Tulsi Gabbard. She's not she say, I don't know any of their no. names. I don't Tulsi know. Don't say Tulsi Gabbard. Tulsi went liberal, or then she went to uh, the middle. She is not Republican, nor will she be Republican. Oh, yeah. Eric. She's not Republican. Bet. And we'll she come back says to this. You need to look at. Oh my God! If you look at her, her 
that's a whole nother topic. We're going to get to Daniel. He's here now. We were just talking about New York, and we are. Daniel, thanks for joining us this morning. Tabitha said you'd be an incredible guest for us to give us an aspect of what's happening in New York. with The whole, hey, the whole Trump situation's done. Nobody's talking about it anymore, right? Don't need about it. It still is a major subject of discussion. It's a major subject of the press. Um, so yeah, they're they're definitely talking about it. I, I was being sarcastic. I'm sorry, Dan, <laughs> because of the whole. I don't Trump have situation. my I don't have my sarcasm hat on yet. Mm, you need one, but they're not talking about Trump in the case. They're talking about Trump in the politics because uh, I think everybody agrees that we had a we had a Scott. Um, um, who did we have on? Who's, well, we had a criminal defense criminal attorney Scott Rosenblum on yesterday. Yesterday, and, and basically, he's a Democrat who said these charges are a joke. We got a little echo in the background on Dan. So Dan, if you could turn off one of those uh, one of those feeds. Yeah, hold on. Right. Yeah, and it's it's and it basically some, the case is so flimsy. I guess this is the point I'm trying to make. The case is so flimsy, and that's why we have Daniel on to talk it about. It shouldn't be brought into any courtroom. Apparently, uh, the, this judge should have looked at this prosecutor like you're nuts. Get out of here. Case dismissed. Have a nice day. But yet before, he still hasn't done that. And I was just going to ask. This is politics, correct? And this is how you guys do stuff up in New York City and New York State. Is that right? Now we lost. All right, he's, we're done with Daniel we today. No, oh, our, our, oh hello, Dan. Can you hear us? I'll take I'll take the uh, the reverb. I don't care. He can hear us. We can't hear him. There you go. Just to okay. turn, turn, flip your mic back on. It'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, we got about. We'll, we'll try to make this happen in about five seconds and see what we can get done there. If it works, great. If it doesn't, oh no, we can't hear you. Yeah, Dan. that's we appreciate. Let's let's try uh, again later. Maybe in uh, maybe in Dan, use that other hour. use that other source you were using on the side. We are really turning into. <laughs> it's just, yeah. We'll anyway, um, and Eric, just so you know, Dan, he is the former district attorney in New York. Damn! So. Then I need to talk to him immediately. Oh my god, that's. That <laughs> and we yes, will. that's why we had him on the show was so we could talk. Give me the smoke signals or the or well, the me, carrier pigeons. Let me bring something up again like with that. Dan. The other thing about Dan is, as Tabitha told I, us, I, hi Dan, do you, you hear us again? Can you uh, talk to us? Now I can see you, but oh. can't hear you. Oh. That's all right. Oh, Who cares? No. It's like the old days of the phone. No, I, I, I can hear you. Oh, there we go. Hey. There we go. All right. Fantastic. Technology. I guess let, let me just circle back. Or, or if you can answer if you want to. But this is not... The, the case is just... It's a flimsy case. It should have been thrown out. Blah, blah, blah. It's all politics. And uh, I was just kind of... Let me get your opinion about what's going on up there and you know, being a front row seat to all this stuff. Well, the discussion, the discussion amongst among realistic lawyers uh, is that if Trump had not won 2016, this would not be happening. No doubt, no doubt. If Trump had lost 2020 and exited stage left mm -hmm. from the political scene, this would not be happening. Correct. Uh, this is a, a case that is, type of case that is rarely brought just for the sake of bringing a case on falsifying business records. If it wasn't Donald Trump, no one would care. Nope. You're right. It wouldn't be happening. Yeah. Um, so if if your conclusion based on that is that it's political, yeah, I agree. Yeah. hundred percent. So let me and ask many of many of the attorneys that I deal with on a daily basis, uh, many on the left of things, uh, agree with me. 
And Dan, you're that, you're not a Trump supporter. I just want to throw that out there. You are a conservative, no, but not a Trump supporter. No, I am. I am. I have been a Republican since Reagan. Um, I have voted Republican since Reagan. I think I may have voted for a couple of Democrats who, in my district, were a little bit more reasonable than the Republicans yeah, running. Yeah. But I'm a Republican. Yeah. Uh, but I have not been a Trump supporter. I didn't vote for him. Uh, I voted for Condoleezza Rice both times. Yeah, so here's getting, <laughs> like getting back to the politics of all of this stuff. Um, Vic said on the show this morning, goes, look what this did. This basically just kicked the door wide open to become a, to have Republicans go after Biden now. And they have some good reason to go after maybe Biden. Have we just well, entered a new, have we just entered, I did. Yeah, have we just entered a new era of political uh, prosecutions in your opinion? I think it certainly opened the door to, to that possibility. Um, you know, whether the Bidens have committed crimes, I don't know. I'm not privy to the evidence. Uh, I, I assuming people are looking into it. Um, but this definitely opens the door. A local prosecutor taking a hand in national elections. And don't um, don't think that this is anything but that. This is a local prosecutor taking a hand in a national election. And Dan, you you were the former district attorney, assistant district attorney in New York City. Is that correct? So you know in what the, the DA- Manhattan DA's office wow. in the office that Bragg now runs. Wow. I spent exactly. twenty four years there. How much has that office changed between the time you were there and what we see today? Mm. Dramatic change. They've lost their way. How so? To say the least. How yeah. so? Is Bragg influenced by others, or is this just him trying to get his name out? Mm-hmm. And I know this is pure speculation on your part. This is this is Bragg being a woke. And some say Soros-funded mm-hmm. left-wing prosecutor. Listen, on day one of his term last year, he came out with what he called a the, his day one memo, and it was absolutely shocking in the way he said he was going to treat crime. Yeah, and indeed, not just any crime, violent crime as well. Um, it was. I can't remember how many pages long it was, but. One of the policies that they had is that a a knife point or a gunpoint robbery, if no one was injured, would be treated as a misdemeanor. Wow. So you're going from if if you don't have a criminal record, you commit a gunpoint robbery, you're facing a minimum five, maximum twenty five years. We have seen video. There's, there's plea bargaining involved there, so you're not necessarily facing no that amount of time, oh, but yeah. you're definitely mm-hmm. going to state prison. We've, we've Not seen, under Alvin Bragg's day one policy. We've That's seen so terrible. much video in New York City coming out of wherever. They have people getting pushed in the train tracks of, of violent crime. You know, it's it's unbelievable um, to, to me. So you being involved with Alvin, I asked a lawyer yesterday, what is, how, what is the firewall for this stuff? It's like when a prosecutor gets into office, their job should be cut and dry, protect the community. There's, there's, uh, you know, there's data that shows you're either doing it or you're not. What judge out there is, is challenging the prosecutor and saying, what are you doing? Isn't, isn't that, I mean, what's the backstop to rogue prosecutors like this? I haven't seen, uh, you know, I practice all over New Jersey and New York. Um, so maybe 20, 10 to 20% of my cases are in Manhattan these days. 
I haven't seen any any judges mm. try to act as a backstop. What I've seen, though, is policies that deal with uh, just I'll give you one instance. I had a, a client who got into a workplace workplace argument and then a fight with a colleague. And what should have been a a deferral of prosecution or a diversionary program turned into a huge fight where they wanted my guy to take a plea um, to a crime where he was defending himself. And a friend of mine in the same courtroom had a knife point robbery mm -hmm. where the guy got a, a, a misdemeanor and time served. Now, this guy, this was a guy who had probably 50 prior arrests, all for what they we refer to as aggravated shoplifting. He would shoplift, get caught, pull a knife. So they want to la want to label my guy, my client a criminal for getting into a workplace tussle mm. with a colleague. Yet they walk a guy out the door who six months later, by the way, was back for the same thing. Hey, how much time do you have with us, um, Daniel? We knew that your time was limited. I've got till about my time till about 1030. Oh, okay. Well, we'd say we if you can, if you can tolerate me. Tabitha, well, no, I mean, we had a couple more questions. Tabitha said you had to get off here in a couple of minutes. So we were just making sure. Well, I have a, I have a, um, I have to be in the city. Um, oh, I have to be on my way to That's, the city at 11. We won't keep you that long. Don't worry. No, 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 no. You know, Dan, I, I know that obviously our show is called Cancel This. I hear that at one time you were canceled. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. Um, back when I was an assistant DA in Manhattan, I was assigned to reinvestigate a homicide that was committed at a, at a nightclub called the Palladium on Thanksgiving night, 1990. And over the course of about two years, I traveled across the country interviewing witnesses, mostly in prisons across the country, um, and made pretty much determination that the two people who were tried and convicted were were innocent that they weren't just not guilty that they would they you know they would have been found not guilty that they didn't do it that they weren't there uh, one guy might have been there but definitely wasn't involved the other guy was probably having thanksgiving dinner with his family even though even though neither of them were choir boys but they definitely didn't didn't commit this homicide I identified all four of the participants in the homicide. There were two gunmen, one whose gun misfired, one who fired the fatal shot. And I was forced into a position of appearing to defend the convictions by the DA's office, by my boss. And I intentionally lost a hearing because I wanted no part of these two guys remaining in jail for a homicide they didn't commit. Under those circumstances, and that was under Bob Morgenthau, by the way. That's under those circumstances, I just felt I couldn't stay anymore. I resigned and went on the, uh, the side with the white hats. Mm -hmm. I, I saw that. You switched. You switched sides. And when I looked at the articles, it was all over New York City. It was such a big story. It was, uh, there were two uh, front page articles in the New York Times about it. That's yeah, that's wild. as big as it gets. Andy, that, when you tell that story, it makes me think about Bragg, who you were just talking about. Do you know him personally? I know you guys didn't work together in the same office, or at least that's what I got. I, I, don't, I don't know him personally. So, uh, you know, well, and all I can comment about Alvin Bragg is that 
he was the best of the worst candidates. <laughs> there was no one on the Democratic side running for DA that I would have ever voted for. Yeah. Alvin Bragg would have been, I'll put it to you this way, Alvin Bragg would have been tops on my list if I was going to vote for a Democrat. Just because he was he was the best of the worst. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And and a Republican, a Republican is never going to win as DA in Manhattan ever. How, what's, That's true. How does this end? Not 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 unless an atomic bomb hits and there's only five Republicans left voting. <laughs> that, <laughs> that makes me think about what Eric always said. Yeah. Where's the firewall? There's this place. There's this place here right by St. Louis. It's called East St. Louis, and at one time it was a beautiful, thriving city. Could have been great. Well, in the it 40s could have been and 50s. yeah, the forties and fifties. I know it. <laughs> It got, it got, um, you know, I don't know what happened to it exactly, but it got abandoned. And I'm looking at these major uh, urban areas and I'm wondering, is East St. Louis going to happen to St. Louis proper? Is it going to happen to New York? Are these abandoned cities? And look, there's no stores downtown. There's no commerce downtown anymore. What happens if prosecutors decide that crime is just not that important to them? And these mayors, they don't try to, you know, install any kind of, you know, economic development or whatever. What is going to happen to these urban areas in your opinion well i'm familiar with the st louis area my mother um my mother's family and my mother grew up there so no. i'm very familiar with the area as a matter of fact i was there the day they capped the arch oh, how oh cool so is my mom <laughs> my mom was there too so awesome. I, i'm familiar with the area i'm familiar with what East St. Louis, Louis has turned into. It could have been great, couldn't it? But they just it, they decided to politicize that area, and they went the wrong way. I mean, I'm looking at East St. Louis like, man, that's coming to St. Louis, Missouri. Well, anecdotally, I can tell you that, you know, I'm in the city. I'm in Manhattan once a, at least once a week. Right. Um, I, I had an office in Manhattan that I went to regular, every day, but it got, it got shut down because of COVID. Okay. So now my main office is in, in New Jersey, about five minutes from where I live, which right. is much more convenient than going to the city every day. Mm -hmm. But I mean, anecdotally, I'm on the subway and see things that you just cringe at. Mm, I, I understand. You know, I'm standing on the subway. I go into the city by bus and below the Port Authority is one of the busiest um, subway lines, the AC and the E subway lines. Right. They go from tip of Manhattan all the way down into to Rockaway in Brooklyn. Yep. And, you know, these subways below Port Authority are some of the busiest. And, you know, there's it's a big tourist area. Times Square is right there. So you've you've got tourists, you've got homeless people, you've got homeless guys, you know, just laying on the bench, get up, take a leak right in front of half a dozen, you know, mom and pop and the kids. Mm -hmm. We were there for a Broadway show and a dinner, and there's a homeless guy just relieving himself and just nonchalantly just walks back on the bench and lays down. <laughs> it's unbelievable. I can't even imagine. Now, Dan, do you know, do you know Judge Juan? Is it Merchan? Judge? Mershan. Mershan. Is that it? Mershan? Mershan? The yes. judge in this Trump arena. I do, I do know Judge Mershan. Uh, judge Mershan is highly respected. He's well-liked. He is even keel. He is about as fair a judge as you will ever get. Um, when I found out that uh, Trump's case was assigned to Mershon, my first thought was, even though I knew he presided over the Trump organization case, my th first thought was, 
he'd be a perfect judge to go with a bench trial. Forget about the jury trial, because you're never going to find 12 people who can judge Trump fairly. Not in Manhattan. No. (laughs) And then, of course, that night, Trump decides to go wild on him and calls him corrupt uh, and starts calling him names and, you know, put an old guy, Alan Weisselberg, in jail. Well, yes, he sentenced Weisselberg to jail, but Weisselberg's attorneys, that deal was made with the DA's office. Weisselberg's attorneys agreed to that sentence. So that wasn't a sentence that Mershon just imposed, you know, willy-nilly, you know, because he thought that white, you know, an elderly gentleman deserved to be in jail. That was in what's called a negotiated plea. So, I mean, Mershon's about the fairest guy that you can get, right. and... He, Donald Trump, just because he can't help himself. That's good to hear from that's, you. That no, it is. is. Really and that's what frustrates me about Trump when he does things Amen. like that. Because there's being in the news business for so long, regardless, you got to get the full story on everything. Mm-hmm. What I'm curious about, though, was Trump upset with this judge? Because did the judge have any say in these charges being allowed no. to move forward? He had nothing. That's the, D- that's the DA's office. Okay. Um, I, I know two of three prosecutors involved. Um, and I'm sure because this is, you know, a former president that Alvin Bragg was intimately involved in deciding what was going to be charged. And what they did is they parsed out, you know, a year's worth of filings into 34 different yeah. counts. Yeah, That's what they do when they just want to throw everything at a wall and see what sticks. Yeah. And unfortunately, that's not what a prosecutor is supposed to do. And why about. does the judge not jump in immediately and go, stop, what are you doing? I mean, that's that's my biggest fear and question about all of this is that there's a judge out there that's... You mean like, why hasn't the judge yeah, thrown this out already? Are you talking about the gag order or no. just throwing why it out? Why isn't a judge going, why are you putting 34 counts of, of this garbage in front of me? I mean, this this prosecutor is trying to put a round peg through a square hole with a, a president of the United States and the ramifications are insane because there are 80 million people now that just don't trust the justice system anymore and this judge is the firewall that everybody is begging to come in and say i see what you're doing here it's not going to work in my court goodbye why can't that be am i nuts in thinking that a little bit okay that's (laughs) not quite that's not quite how it works the criminal justice system works um, a judge in certain circumstances and in certain instances can be a gatekeeper. Um, for instance, one of the things that his lawyers will do is they will file a motion to dismiss mm-hmm. based on, number one, the insufficiency of the evidence before the grand jury, or number two, that the integrity of the grand jury was impaired by any number of things, uh, one of which could have been the press that was rampant around them sitting. Um, so the judge, what the judge will do once that motion is made is he gets all of the transcripts, all of the testimony, all of the exhibits before the grand jury and makes a determination whether there's legally sufficient evidence mm-hmm. before the grand jury. Now, in a federal, federal system, there's nothing like that. In New Jersey, um, there is something like it, it's something akin to that, but not quite. Um, the judge in New Jersey really doesn't have that kind of power. Right. And the judge in a federal system doesn't, you know, the judge in New Jersey can look at the grand jury minute, the grand jury testimony. Yeah. Um, and make a determination whether there's jurisdictional issues or things like that. Right. In right. A federal system, a judge 
does not look at anything that goes before the grand jury. So New York is kind of unique in where I practice in federal court here and in state court in New York and New Jersey, in that a judge has that authority. Um, and while it is exercised sparingly, because most prosecutors do it correctly, uh, it certainly has happened that cases have been dismissed for insufficiency of evidence uh, or the integrity of the grand jury was impaired. Yeah, yes, that's great. Talking with Daniel Bibb, he's a criminal defense attorney in New York right now, but he's given us a great perspective from the standpoint that he used to work in the same DA's office where these charges, these 34 felony charges, have come out of with the district attorney Bragg on uh, former President Donald Trump. Um, is this going to go all the way through trial, in mm -hmm. your humble opinion? Good question. It's a good question. They, they have, his lawyers have a lot of work to do. Um, there, you know, that motion to dismiss will be based, uh, because of the change in the discovery laws, norm, you know, before the change in the discovery laws, that motion was made by defense attorneys in the dark. In other words, you never got to look at the evidence. Now, with the change in the discovery laws, they will be the defense attorneys will be getting all of the testimony, all of the transcripts, all of the exhibits. So they will be able to make intelligent arguments. Hmm. Before discovery law changed, basically you put a boilerplate motion in there: please examine the grand jury minutes to see if the evidence was sufficient. Or to see if the integrity of the grand jury proceeding was right. impaired. Now they will have everything, and yeah. will, which will allow them to make very intelligent arguments about why the case should be dismissed. Yeah, is it worth your taxpayer dollars going into this? No, case? of course not. Two hundred million dollars to go in after a hundred thousand dollars. Is this case worth the taxpayers' money no. that they're going to be spending? No. <laughs> it's ridiculous, isn't <laughs> Stupid. it? Stupid. But does local media in New York talk about that? Well, if you're talking about local media, you're talking about the New York Post. Any of yes. it. TV, radio. WABC. To a certain degree. Um, you know, there are some media outlets that are questioning the, the, the intelligence of going after something like this. Yeah. Like I said earlier, without this being Donald Trump, this never would have been brought. That's right. Correct. You know, if you had an average businessman, you know... Cooking, not even not even cooking the books for you know financial benefit, just making fugazi business entries. Nobody's going to care. Yeah, it's because it's Donald Trump that anyone cares. Yeah, that's right. That yeah. two hundred million would have went very well towards prosecuting actual violent crime in your city. Real crime. Real crime. Yeah. Well, we appreciate real criminals. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Who, who, according to Bragg, don't belong in prison, but really do. <laughs> <laughs> there are there. Listen, I'm all. Listen, I've been a defense attorney now for 17 years, and I do my best to keep my clients out of jail. Sometimes I succeed, sometimes I don't. But I'm also a realist. You know, there are people that do belong in jail. You know, just for I'll give you an instance. They, there was a case that was being discussed in the media um, of a a guy who who beat someone to death during a fight, um, I don't know the exact cause of death, but instead of this guy going to jail, they want, they want the family of the deceased to sit down with him, do a restorative justice. Now, restorative justice is nice in theory, but for 
for a violent crime for a homicide, I think that's your. I think you're nuts. Yeah, yeah, let's sit down and talk it out, right? Yeah, we've heard that called yeah. reimagining let's, policing. Let's talk it out. Reimagining prosecution. <laughs> it gets people I haven't killed. heard restorative before. And then you have this guy in Austin, Texas, you know, who's given the key to the city, and he thinks that, you know, all police and prisons should be eliminated. And he even said to the extent that, you know, if somebody went in and butchered my grandmother, you know, I'd, I'd be hurt and I would feel all this human emotion. Well, gee, what would putting that guy in jail do? <laughs> what? Well, putting that guy in jail would keep him from butchering yeah. somebody else's grandmother. Is this, exactly. the, is this the DA in Austin that you're referring to? No, this, to? Is, this, this is some activist. Oh. I can't remember his name, but there was an article I read in some news outlet, some media source today. Um, no, it's actually, I'm sorry, it was in the New York Post. An article about this guy in Austin. Unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. I don't know there, if there's I, any coming back the world? from this. I mean, you would have to have you would have to have Rudy Giuliani coming back and fixing that city at this point. There's nothing that can be done but, to fix New York City right now, or Austin, or St. Louis for that matter. It's like it's almost like this is the flavor well, of the month. This, acti- this activism it. is crazy. I, I'm yeah, I'm curious. Is would you call New York safe or not right now, Dan? For any, like we're from I'm Santa. sorry? Would you call New York City safe to go to right now? I mean, because you bring up that's, dinner and Broadway, and I'm like, well, I wouldn't have any fun. about going to New York City. That's, but. that's a good question. Well, I'll, I'll give you another anecdote. Um, when I closed my New York office, I my wife and I drove into the city. Um, I had boxes of files and, you know, all the, the diplomas and the crap that you hang on the walls. And we're piling them into, uh, you know, I have a, a Dodge Durango. Piling them into the Dodge Durango. The car is packed. And now we're driving through Times Square. Five minutes after we drove through Times Square, there was a shooting. Oh, my gosh. So the answer is no. You know, I, I don't know about it until I got home and saw it on the news. And I looked at my wife and I said, you know, we drove through there five minutes before this happened. Yeah. How many liberals? this was in, I think it was March or April, March of last year. Yeah. So by March of last year, people are actually coming out of their COVID cocoons mm-hmm. and actually going around doing things. Guns Yeah. And you don't have your anti-violence task force out there any longer. No, <laughs> he goes no. Um, uh, it's well, it's crazy, and you're you're right. And how many liberals with all the money are going to have to leave Manhattan and New York City before they they actually shift gears and try to fix things? I don't know if they're well. You know, there's a mayor, Eric Adams. I mean, I have my opinion of Eric Adams, but he is, you know, he hired a. The first female police commissioner, mm-hmm. who all of my friends in the police department like and respect, um, and you know he's just signed a seven-year contract with the police department, which has given them substantial raises for the first time in a long time. Cool. Um, Eric Adams is, in my opinion, can be a clown. Sometimes I think he was kind of a clown when he was in the police department, but at least he is taking some measures. Um, you know, trying to increase the welfare of the troops that they send out on the street every day to protect us. Yeah. 
Um, you know, he's given them raises. He's trying to improve working conditions for the police department. But it's, you know, when you have, you know, each county borough in New York has its own district attorney and they're all elected, they all have their own policies. Well, so if you, you have one policy for yeah. one type of crime in Queens and a completely different policy for that same type of crime in Brooklyn. Well, if you could do me a favor, just go give Eric and Adams a message from me and just say, <laughs> and just say, look, the way that we're going to fix this is a strong mayor's office working together with a super strong prosecutor's office and these cops that take no crap and they, they just arrest people and they don't come out in 20 minutes after they arrest them and follow that with some deterrence to keep these criminals off the streets. I think you could keep, you could maybe fix Manhattan. Yeah, even if Eric wanted to, you you brought up the mayor's office. Well, <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm sure he's got his phone number. <laughs> so, I mean, I but, think everything's fixable. It's just they have to have the will to do it, and that's unfortunate. That's the, that's the problem. It's the will to do it. Yeah. No doubt about it. They would it. rather destroy the city. Da that's the problem. Yeah. Hey, Dan, Daniel, uh, we're, we're grateful. Thank you for the time and educating us on the uh, Bragg DA's office, the Trump situation yeah. there, uh, about it being meritless and that coming from a guy who is not a Trump fan, uh, giving us an idea of New York. We appreciate it. But if you don't mind, we'd love to get you back on. I'm glad Tabitha found you for our show today. And of course, uh, we wish you the best there in New York, man. Thanks. Appreciate thanks, it. Man. Nice talking to you guys. Nice, nice talking, talking to, you. to you. All right, Daniel. Uh, thanks, Tabitha. Thank you, Dan. Say hi to Joe Murray for us. I certainly will. Joe! He's one of the best. <laughs> he Joe sure is. Cuomo. He's a moron. All right. That's what he used to tell us all the time. Thanks, Dan. Joe, Joe, Joe just might have some strong opinions about oh, Cuomo. Yeah. <laughs> That's Love awesome. It. Thanks, Dan. All right. See you, everybody. Thank you, Dan. Have a uh, good day. Um, it's it's good to get that perspective uh, from New York, basically. Yeah. Uh, An insider again, it's a perspective. Sham. A sham. It's all a sham. It's all a sham. Politics. Uh, getting your face out there because we all know. I mean, I... The more I hear Bragg, I mean, he's not an unintelligent guy. This is done on purpose. No question about it. So anyway, um, what we're doing, we've got um, coming up in about, oh, I don't know, five, 10 minutes or so. Um, we've got an interesting story. There's a woman, young woman. Um, she's at Lindenwood University finishing up getting ready to graduate. Her name is Leah Olmstead. She's going to join us live in studio. She became a viral story this week, just a few days ago, when her professor, um, I guess jokingly, said that they should kill her uh, and that nobody liked her because she was conservative. This was said in class. So it's now becoming a big story. We're going to talk with her live after the break. We got a quick break. We're going to talk with Leah. She'll be in studio. What? Uh, she's like an international celebrity now. Yeah, to talk about this whole situation and what it's like to be a college student if you're conservative. And I brought this stat up earlier. Um, 12 to 1 are the latest stats when it comes to liberal Democrat professors compared to Republican There's not a lot of diversity in that. No. <laughs> I don't understand that. Number Where's the DEI in that? Where's the diversity? <laughs> <laughs> Tabitha. What a great point, Eric. Uh, it is um, April 5th, or excuse me, April 6th. Uh, you're listening and watching. Cancel this, cancel this show.com. Tabitha, thanks again for Dan. He's great. Oh, love I love him. Love, 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 love. We'll have to have him. And, and we want to have Joe on. I know and you, we have you to get Joe. Joe. How do you know all these? So how do you all on. these know these New York? You know what? It's, a, it's through my friend Karen McInery. Karen uh, lives in New York. She's, I believe, a paralegal there. And she 
has connected me to a lot of really amazing You said that people. like Trump. Like you over like McKinner. well, I because I have a hard McKinner, time. You know me huge, with last names. Huge, McKinner. like McInerney. McInerney. She's what that guy's name was. She's Haley McInerney. She's perfect. <laughs> I mean, perfect. <laughs> so anyway, Scotty Gerkins on the boards. <laughs> Eric Johnson's here. Tab the hassle on Vic Faust. Lizzie Sparks running the social media. We'll take a quick break with our advertisers, our partners. If you're getting any products or need any products that they sell, please check them out. Let them know you heard about them from CancelThisShow.com. Once again, canceltheshow.com. Uh, if you can donate, you go to canceltheshow.com, click the donate button. We appreciate your help from that standpoint as well. And when we come back, we'll talk with Leah Almstead. You won't want to miss this story and what it's like in college campuses. You've waited, and now it's here the unveiling of the latest Carol House Lifestyle Collections. I'm Brooke with my sister Amy inviting you to see three football fields of the latest styles. Our new lifestyle collections are premium quality furniture made exclusively for us and available only at Carroll House. The attention to detail is unmatched and so is the value, nearly half the price of a typical gallery store. Plus, get free financing, delivery, and in-home design. Carroll House, because you like nice things. Kathy L. Big Strick, owner of Experience Real Estate Partners with EXP, has been one of St. Louis, Missouri's highest selling groups for 26 years running. In that time, Kathy and her team have successfully assisted an incredible 4,000 families. So if you're thinking about buying, building, or selling, be sure to put Kathy's group and their experience to work for you, and you can expect to be moved. Just give her a call at 314-276-SOLD. That's 314-276-7653 or 5 Finder online at experience-re.com. Wenties in the Chesterfield Valley, if you don't know, is a family-owned business that has been around since 1994, serving some of the best chicken wings in town, no joke. Also known for their fresh burgers, pizza, and incredible smoked meat. Top-notch happy hour specials are included, plus live music every Friday and Saturday. Oh yeah, you can also enjoy their spacious heated covered patio. It's Wenties in the Chesterfield Valley, 18,000 Chesterfield Airport Road. As all of you may know, the home of the Cancel This Studio is located at the all-inclusive private jet hangar, Strategic Air Services. Founded in Chesterfield, Missouri, they take pride in offering a meticulous approach to private aviation through services that fully manage your trip from takeoff to landing. Strategic Air Services is more than just storage for your aircraft. They offer state-of-the-art amenities to its members and guests. When you are not traveling, you have the luxury of enjoying their world-class gym, conference rooms, lounges, and so much more. Strategic Air Services offers an unparalleled luxury experience for all things private aviation. If you're looking for a new place to call home for your aircraft, give them a call today at 636-400-7601. Again, that's 636-400-7601 or visit their website at strategicairservices.net. Hey guys, welcome back to Cancel This, CancelThisShow.com, mm-hmm. April 6th, glad you're here. Yeah. Once again, go to CancelThisShow.com, glad everybody is jumping in with us right now. Okay, still to come today, we're going to, very interesting sound, we're going to hear <laughs> from a, a, I guess you called it a D-trans 
A what? A D-trans. What's a D-trans? Someone that was a trans and is no longer, they have D-trans. Oh, an untrans. They have D-trans. Yeah, it's like D-trans. the Uncola. Yeah, like 7-Up. <laughs> the Uncola. The Uncola. Yeah. So, um, you'll hear from saying that TikTok was the reason. What did I tell you? I told you that, didn't I? Eric, you sent the story. That's no. why Eric wants to ban TikTok. Did you forget that? No, I didn't. Eric I didn't doesn't want to it. ban TikTok. I didn't. I, I'm the one that Eric, told... that's all he talks about is banning. No, he doesn't. Have you lost your freaking okay, mind? Okay, I, I will say that I've lost my... Eric, are you saying that we should ban TikTok? Eric's been saying we should ban TikTok for like, I what, didn't think I heard him say now? that. Here's the deal. Here's what I think. He doesn't care about anything but banning TikTok. Well, I'll tell you this: society is <laughs> society is down the tubes because of TikTok. If you want to know that, that's just the truth. Oh yeah, that's the program. That's the programming of our of our. Here's what I was saying: <laughs> TikTok is the reason that you have these emotionals, these these what used to be called emo kids. In my opinion, I'm not a psychologist. I don't know nothing. But in my opinion, <laughs> I think that that TikTok programmed kids to become something that maybe they weren't in the first place. And this kid who is now going to, who you'll show later, basically said, because of TikTok in 2018, I got a surgery that I now reversed. And he goes, we got to get rid of this. It is affecting our kids. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you won't want to miss that. You'll hear from him coming up. Uh, We had another massive story that came out this week. Um, Leah Olmstead now joining us live in the studio. She is getting ready to graduate at Lindenwood University. Yeah. And... um, Basically, I, I mean, I don't even know what to make of this. Lee, if you could let everybody know what happened to you because your story has kind of gone viral, at least in the conservative circles. It'll never get any airplay in mainstream media, local news, because it sheds light on things that kids deal with at universities. Here. Leah, welcome into Cancel yes. This. What happened to you? What What's the story? Yeah, so this was actually a year ago. Um, I was in a class. I don't know if the class matters but it does let's hear what the class is writing for visual media writing for visual so copywriting class more like script writing script writing okay yeah, yeah, yeah. teleprompter it was stuff. required for my major so gotcha. um and just a normal day i came into class and sat down and i was a little bit early like maybe five minutes early and i was just sitting there playing my phone and my teacher was over on the side talking to a couple other students um and Somehow I got thrown into the conversation. He's like, well, let's say that we kill Leah and need to hide her body. And I was like, what? And I was like, yeah. I looked at him. I'm like, what? How did I get, how did I get into this? Yeah. And he's like, well, I'm not saying we'd kill her, but we just don't like her, you know, because she works for a conservative radio station, which I do. Um, what conservative radio station? <laughs> News Talk STL. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, and I was like, what? And then there was just this, awkward silence like from everybody it was wow. just like for even from yeah. the other students and he was yeah. serious he probably trying well, to act like he was yeah of course of he threw out this oh i'm kidding i'm kidding has he been fired no has anyone said anything has he been reprimanded do you want him to be fired no i didn't want i said from the beginning i wasn't like i knew i knew what i was doing when i put that on, on social media i knew something was going to happen i didn't expect um social media to blast him like he did has he apologized he did thank god he did no, no, no. who cares everybody po- apolog- yeah, exactly. everybody finds god in a foxhole is what is how they say it when you are when it's coming at you you'll apologize to whatever just to make it stop you will do that mm-hmm. the problem is is that his ideology was a threat 
if you think about it. He used the word kill, right? And they use that word often when it comes to us conservatives. One week after a mass shooting, this this uh, professor at Lindenwood College. Do, now, has anybody said his name yet? I've seen it in 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 publications. Can okay. you say, can you say his name? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, what is it? Andrew Millens. Andrew Millens over at Lindenwood College. Just make a phone call over there if you if you were thinking about sending your kid to Lindenwood College. He needs to be say, fired. Or Lindenwood University. Lindenwood University over there in the in the great city of St. Charles. Just say, hey, how you doing? I'm thinking about sending my kid there. And uh, can I just talk to this clown for a second, just to make sure it's a good institution for my kid to go to? Because that's ridiculous. Why did you uh, Why did you ultimately go public with what happened? I mean, you didn't feel threatened, but those words, if it was on the other side, if it oh. was a conservative teacher saying yeah. something like that to a liberal student uh it would be all over mainstream media because of the liberal bias that's there mm -hmm. um mostly it was just kind of when he said it i i thought at the beginning of class i'm like i was trying to like replay it in my head i'm like i have to remember this because i'm gonna post this later and yeah. my friends on facebook are gonna get a kick out of it yeah. that's all i thought and it went way more than that you know people were <sighs> not in this day and, era. and yeah. yeah and i yeah. i put his name out there to somebody not thinking twice about it and then people started blowing up his social media you know are they still doing sending that sending him death threats they well, should not I have no idea. can we can we look no that idea. up is anybody how long now when did it, when did exactly when did this happen like a year ago last week or so well, and it's when just did you now go, picking up steam. when did you when did you publish this or when did you the put it the exact out? same day it was like the, I made the post like sitting in my and car it, yeah, right after class Tabitha, and it's just now getting it's crazy. and it's just now getting headlines I mean, there was an article written about it last year, so I shared it again because I shared a memory on Facebook and all that, and I guess now it's circling around yeah. again. So because because we're, and it means a, more now, yeah, it and means we're more now. so sensitive. It was now. the we're Daily so Wire, right? Mm -hmm. Isn't that what? Because yeah, we, yeah, we read on the Daily Wire, and I was like, my gosh, I can't believe it's been that long. So it's not like you're out. Hey, he said this last year. You posted it when it happened. Yeah. 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 Okay. Hey, do you, were you? Did you become friends with him, or did you become a good? Uh, did you become a good <laughs> professor? Student. He wants to murder her. <laughs> um, did you become a good uh, student uh, faculty kind of relationship? I should say. I don't know. He he didn't talk much to me the rest of the semester. I thankfully still ended the semester with a good grade, um, and then the dean made him apologize to me mm -hmm. in her office yeah. and oh, we kind of just shook on it and you uh, know, no. made peace. I'll I mean, take, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be rude. But what should the dean have done in your opinion? A Eric? scholarship. He should have fired him because what <laughs> about like all it. the other conservative Books, students? Whatever. Why should, they feel, board. Why should yeah. they feel intimidated? Why, why is it okay for this guy, you as a student to say that no, and A, to say no one likes you, that's wrong right there. What a clown. And B, to say we'll just murder you and hide your body. He should have been immediately. It wasn't even fired. all the school shootings and safety of yeah. children and exactly. schools and everything for someone exactly. to say a threat like that. Exactly. Done. Out and the worst part to me wasn't even the kill the killing thing. I, I people all the time go, I'm going to destroy you because you're a mm -hmm. conservative. Ha ha. The worst part was the follow up was like, no, we're not going to kill you. We just don't like you. That was the part I was like, but he's a teacher. How it's dare not like you, you say that talking. in front of that? You don't like me? Is that going to influence my grade of what I get? I'm because I'm working That's as a, good a point. I mean, and said it in front of other students. That's oh, yeah. really messed up. And when they went around and as you know. It got reported, or I guess I reported it kind of, sort of, but 
um, you know, people in charge went and talked to the other students that were in the class, and everybody stood up for me. So everybody had my back. They were like, uh, yeah, that was really awkward. Like, nobody thought it was funny when yeah. he said that. Nobody so Lindenwood, Lindenwood's right in the heart of St. Charles, Missouri. Is it a lot of liberal um, students over there? I mean, does it have a, 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 do you feel like there's a lot of liberalism in left-leaning uh, politics? Maybe half and half. Half and half. I will say, which is astonishing. It's that it is equal. astonishing. Yeah. I will say though, since I'm in more of the art artsy side, mm-hmm. um, media, um, there's definitely more liberals. But you know. really, and okay. this would be different if it were a peer, if it was somebody you worked with or another student. But a student-teacher relationship is a completely different animal, mm-hmm. and a teacher has no business talking like this to a student, talking about a student. And that's where, to me, I draw the line. Because Brenda on the comment line said, well, we, you know, typically we don't talk about wanting to fire people as conservatives. But, and she agrees how awful this is. But when it comes to the teacher-student relationship, that he has crossed such mm-hmm. a big Wait a minute, line. Tabitha, don't you think this this goes and falls into the it's time to take off the gloves approach? It's the Republicans. It's like, it's Republicans. We don't like to you see mean people the fight fired. Fire yeah, fight fire fire. Type of don't thing. you think that we're in that era? It's like, screw it. If you're going to do that to us, we're going to do it to you. Fired. I think we need to start start fighting with fire with fire but in this situ- in, in particularly in this type of situation because I, I can't imagine how that made you feel for one you i mean well, first of all what it does this from your teacher and to hear it it's a deterrent. in front of your ears it's a deterrent for not just this clown bingo but for the other clowns that want to raise up that's and say right. i'm a liberal professor come against me and you got enough it so i think that and that's been around since for, i was in college a long time ago because yeah. i'll never forget my history teacher ridiculing and going after a kid who had a GOP hat on because those were big at the time when Rush Limbaugh had a show in the right. evenings. Yep. And he's like, if you ever wear that hat into this class again, you will suffer. Yep. Mark my words. And then some other students laughed and he goes, mark my words. And yeah. I'm like, oh my God. And this is my first week of school at the University of Missouri. And I was like, oh, so professors are like this. Damn. We heard about it on the news. We didn't really think about it. And you saw it face to face. And that's ugly. That's ugly. How did you feel? Uh, Nervous. I <laughs> well, I wasn't like scared or anything. I was just like, I guess more in shock. I was just like, did that like, really did it just hurt? happen? Yes. Did it hurt your feelings or were you embarrassed in front of other kids? And no. you're like the sweetest person. Well, I mean, we actually don't, know you. Do you make a habit of playing the victim? No. Exactly. No. That's my point. There are a lot of people in this society, in this world, who want to play victim. Yeah. They'll start stuff, they'll play victim, or they'll maybe not start something, but if something happens, then they play victim, and then they're going to every newspaper, every TV, going, look what happened to me. This went totally under the radar till a memory popped back up from last year, and then all of a sudden, people found out about it. Yeah. Um, I find it very interesting because of what could have happened had it been a conservative professor at oh, Lindenwood. Oh, gosh. Say, and, and you even say that without me asking the question. Or if you and the student had said something like that to him, does he not realize you're a power lifter? You could have kicked his butt. <laughs> okay, knocked him down, that's for sure. So It's a, it's a shame because St. Charles Lindenwood is a fantastic school, fantastic facilities, mm-hmm. and right now they're in a, they're trying to grow. Yes. They're trying to get to, their, to that next level, and they're doing a good job of it, but they need to come out full-throated and say, uh-uh. We are not political left, right. We we teach kids to the best of our abilities. As a matter of fact, we're going to make an example out of this guy. I think that's what needs to happen. That's my personal opinion. I'm sure he's a great teacher. Was he a good teacher? Yeah, he was he's fine. He's a fine teacher. Yeah. Teach someone how to put some Just copy in a teleprompter. Big yeah. deal. 
All right, that's pretty easy to do. So we can find someone else. But this guy needs to go, in my opinion, to show that Lindenwood College is right down the middle. Lindenwood University. Lindenwood University <laughs> is right down the middle. I'm old. Don't worry about me. Leah, what do you want to do? You, you don't go there anymore. Any, do you? Are yeah. you still? She finishes you know? in May. Yeah. So what do you want to happen? Um, I don't know. Since this happened a year ago, I I kind of wanted him fired. I was. I was very clear that I didn't want him, you know, like canceled. Like it was this was not about being canceled. It's it like go do this somewhere yeah. else. Go, yeah. go to Berkeley. I just wanted him to be him to know like, hey, you can't do that. Yeah. Like, you know, there's gonna be repercussions. Yeah. And I mean there wasn't really. And then at the end of the semester he actually informed everybody that he had I don't wanna say been promoted, but he got mm-hmm. a higher up job in the oh, department. Yeah. So And if yeah. there was a red so they rewarded him. Yeah. yeah. But still teaching students. Mm-hmm. On a daily basis. Okay, I wouldn't go kick his behind myself. And if Let's there go was, there, if Leah. there was, a, okay. if there was an instructor <laughs> up there that had a MAGA hat on and he was chastising the same way a liberal student, I'd say exactly the same thing. Because the only way we can keep these colleges is down the straight and narrow, and that's how you teach kids, right? You don't go in there worried about if you're going to have a professor saying, "I don't like you," because you are a MAGA representative. Or you work on a concert, which is really ironic because you are working in the industry that you were trying to get a degree mm-hmm. to go work in. Correct. Which <laughs> it crazy. should be a, like, congratulations, a good bright job. light shined on her for the work that it's she was doing. Yeah. I'm curious. Um, this get came out this week on you know the Daily Wire, conservative publication. I mean, we're focusing on it. Have you been contacted by any local news or anybody else from that Mm-mm. standpoint? No. Um, we get to know you a little bit here. I, I mean, I know you're not out trying to um, put knives in this guy, so to speak, as a pun. However, yeah, really. I'm curious if it gets out there, people hear your story, they start talking to newspapers, they start talking to other platforms and other news media platforms to see if anybody would actually do a story on it. Yeah, I mean, if if it comes to that, great. You know, they can reach out to me. I'm very accessible, but so far nothing. You know, I just I just put it out there, and I you know let social media yeah. do its thing. If it okay. and you know what, sometimes right social people. media is better than having uh, uh, Elliot Davis do a story on it. I'm telling you right now because those guys are crazy on Twitter. On tw- what are some of the comments that you saw? I would love to know. I would. Lo- I'm like trying to find out where I can go find. Read and then we the want to know what, what your dad said. <laughs> yeah. Where, what were some of the comments? Well, there's comments at the bottom of the article. If you, I don't know if you guys can share the article on here, but people can look at the comments at the bottom of the article. Most, of, I mean, none of nothing was directed at me like negatively. It was all at him. You know, wow. like he should be fired. You know, and like I said, when it went on Facebook, people were like sending him death threats and really bad things and i'm like whoa God. did he respond like, at I all i don't support that no he he shut down his social media completely yeah. because of it that's yeah. what he said well maybe this is a learning lesson for him yeah is it well, maybe it's a learning is lesson it? For i don't him. think it no it's not it's not a learning <laughs> lesson because he was forced to apologize to and he her. got away with it and he, promoted and he got away with it and he got promoted and his beliefs and in the feelings in his heart are still the same you can't change that he is someone who does not belong in the yeah. education system. We talk so often about police officers who don't belong at being police officers because maybe they have done uh, gone too far with different things. Mm-hmm. But they don't talk about that when it comes to good teachers. Good point. Very good point. As a teacher, you can do and say anything you want. They don't say, well, that's the bad apple. But that's exactly what this guy is. He does not belong. He's in the wrong profession. I just needed one more descriptor. How old is he? Or do you, If there's an idea, uh, is he? would you say he's maybe younger? 40. Okay. Yeah. All right. 
Hmm. Wow. Well, we, um, well, we can take them. I think I yeah. can take them. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I could definitely take them. <laughs> no. no, it just, it is interesting. The whole story now coming back out and coming full circle, at least getting a chance to talk about it because we guarantee, have you ever witnessed anything like this before? Because I guarantee this stuff is happening. No, no. I just okay. hear about it, you know, like yeah. on the news and stuff. So, yeah. Have your, have your student friends come up and rallied around you said, Hey, let's go have a cocktail. Or whatever. No. Nothing? <laughs> no. They just stood up for me when it came time to, okay. you know. Yeah. How does News Talk feel about this? Because, I mean, you know, technically they, they talked about you working there and that's why mm -hmm. they don't like you. I mean, did they respond in any way? Um, Yeah. Like a year ago, I got to be on two shows there just to talk about it. Um, And one of the shows, the host is actually, he was a teacher at Lindenwood. So, oh. yeah, he had some things to say about it. So, um. And finally, Tabitha asked about your dad, your parents. Um, how does that go? What were the thoughts, feelings there? Um, they stayed out of it. There was, <laughs> like... Probably was not easy. Yeah. And, I mean, what can they say? I'm, I mean, I can fight my own fights. So, they just yeah. kind of, you know... Well, the only way you get results in life is you have to be persistent mm -hmm. and polite. Persistent and polite, whatever action you're trying to get done. Mm -hmm. And... Um, I, We'll see. We'll see where it goes. If people, if it resonates with people, if people wanted to call and say something about this at this oh, time, yeah. would they just call the Lindenwood? Good question. Offices? Would they? Would they call a special department? Know, who would the they talk? Media to? department, I, right? Yeah, I don't the know. Dean I think you would start with the dean or the chancellor yeah, the of the dean. school, and I don't even know who that is. Yeah, I don't. but you did not deserve this. That's it's how so you frustrating because you're one of the sweetest people. You did not well, deserve thank you. this. <laughs> And um, we appreciate you sharing uh, our story. Anything final you want to say about it or anything from that standpoint? Or are you, uh, no. you all talked out? Thanks for having me on to talk about it. Yeah. I'm glad I could do this. You don't like, want to go work at NPR either. Don't do it. God, no. <laughs> no, it's so boring. Yeah, they might get closed down. It's, they are hiring. It's state-run media. We've already <laughs> talked about yeah. that. Uh, Leah Olmstead, And you graduate soon? May, May 6th. Congratulations. Yes. That's coming up. Graduation. And then, of course, trying to work in the industry. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Busy. All right, yeah. Leah Almstead, we appreciate you jumping in with us today. Thanks so much. Thank you. Um, yeah, it happens. Like I said, I never had to deal with anything like that, with the teacher say anything. But like I said, I saw somebody say something to another person. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my Lord, yeah. what is going on? Yeah. No, it's uh, it's, it's a shame, messed up. man. And it's uh, I can see why you, you're never going to fight the battle against Berkeley, and you're not going to Stanford and Harvard, for that matter. But Lindenwood? <laughs> Lindenwood College Eric come on man Eric I'm telling you it is everywhere everywhere is. everywhere everywhere but the interesting thing with that is when kids do get a chance to talk about those issues is the fact that um how much power do kids have to go and talk to principals teachers things like that as we transition from a story um in the St. Louis area yesterday and across the country kids were mm. allowed I say kids were allowed to walk out of their schools in protest for gun control. This is high schools. So they were able to tell their teachers and working side by side with principals, we're going to walk out of class because we want gun rights. Okay. So does this not, and principals allowing them. Meaning kids, that they kids want. Kids demanding, we want gun control. They want more, yes. more gun laws. Yes. More gun laws. Yes. And kids dictating to principals and then media presenting it as this is a great thing. Principals and kids working together for a walkout yeah. 
but it's for a political issue. It shows how many fascists there are in schools these days. One, and maybe everybody, maybe, oh, Vic, you're just hardcore, blah, blah, blah. No, but think about this. What if kids went to the principal and said, hey, we want to walk out for abortion because we don't like that abortion is legal in well, such and such. You state. know what? What what about we don't like other rules and laws that are happening? We're going to have walkouts and we're going to stage these across the country. Yeah. We're just letting you know. And then before you know it, then you have this group and that group, which is what I talk about, the slippery slope. Yeah. So now principals working with kids on a political issue, showing where they stand and whether you like it or not, it becomes a Republican Democrat issue mm -hmm. very quickly. So it's a side story to Leah's from the standpoint of what are professors, what are teachers, what are faculty actually doing? Because while I agree with professors and kids working together, I could not believe that this is being allowed and promoted as something that's really, really positive. What a bunch of dumb kids. I mean, but wow. they're not dumb. No, Damn. they are dumb. They're not dumb. <laughs> no, they are dumb. <laughs> Look because at what we talk about kids get. Kids get it's easy no, those to are manipulate dumb kids. Kid. Uh, okay. I'll tell you what. Those are dumb kids. Okay. It doesn't matter whether they've been manipulated or not. They're mm -hmm. dumb kids and they're going to grow up to be dumb adults. And that's Damn. the problem with this country. And and the, the issue we're facing here is that these kids, it, with all the school shootings we're seeing, mm -hmm. what kids need to wake up to, if you want to protest something as a student, protest the fact if your school doesn't have a resource officer. If you don't have bulletproof glass on front of your store or on front of your school, I mean, you are a, a sitting duck sitting in a school if you don't have a resource officer. And then they're there, these kids are out uh, leaving school and whatever you call it because they want more gun control those are stupid kids well, I who think grow that, up to be stupid adults and that's why this country <laughs> is in the shape that it is yes that was very good but here i think that i think it's more this these kids are feeling unsafe because of what they saw they they basically i have to stand up and and applaud them a little bit because they they took the initiative to go talk to their their teacher then on to their principal and then on to make this assembly happen they did a good job they just walked out they hung out and they basically you know said we want some action taken to make sure that we're safe in this place well, who that's put okay the, who put this in the, their that's heads? okay was it the parents was it the school maybe the teachers are in we know te we know schools that's my point we know schools are influenced kids okay. to be that's against the problem. It's the yeah. poison. It's the poison. That's the right word. That gets put in with the sweetness and Correct. the sugar. Yes. That's the problem here. And before you know it, they're being brainwashed into thinking and or acting on a certain issue. Now, and they and grew then, up to be voters. And then if you don't go out there as another student, guess what happens? Mm -hmm. Peer pressure. <gasps> you're a hater. How dare you? Yeah. What? You're for killing kids? That's yeah. the mentality that takes place. And you have uneducated teachers, uneducated superintendents yeah. and principals who go, who either are just uneducated, silly, stupid, idiot, whatever you were saying, Tabitha, or they know what's happening and they're for it and, or they're just afraid of being canceled if they don't allow it. Yeah. Now I would encourage Hey, if there's kids or parents, encourage your kids to go have walkouts on whatever issue you want. Then guess what? Nobody's going to be in class mm -hmm. and everybody gets it. That's the problem that the schools send when it comes to these issues that we put preference on this issue as opposed to others. Yeah. But what Democrats will say is, well, this isn't a political issue. This is a safety issue. 
Okay, guess what? If it's a safety issue, then why don't we do what Eric was just talking about in Tabitha? Why don't we have a resource officer here? Why don't we have bulletproof glass? Because guess what? Now, then that yeah. takes you into the Second Amendment. So yes, they are politically tied, whether they try to say it is or not. And you're right. And and so a, a par, a, apparently, a Parkway Central would never do the resource officer. They would never invest in the bulletproof glass. They would never have the metal detectors because of what just happened in their voting the other day. However, Wentzville would park our Francis Well, Rockwood How- does have a resource. Fantastic. Rockwood has a resource. They, had, and walk- I, and but I, they had walkouts at Wentzville too, though, Eric. I know. And it was a national thing and everybody wants to be part of the, the, the party, no doubt about it. But the thing about it is, is to address the local fears of these kids where they sh- would have to shut up. They're not kids. Is that they would basically have to have the su- superintendent come out and say, we heard you and we would like to introduce Janet as our new, uh, as our new armed patrol officer here on campus. You guys spoke. We listened. Congratulations. And it would shut them down because they would go, the whole point of the protest was to feel safe, correct? Right. I would assume so, but, okay, Eric, so but these, aren't, these aren't so then you have to no, go. It was No, it wasn't about feeling safe. It was about getting action. Okay, yeah. well, what's the Taking action? action then they, the interview, they interviewed kids. We want gun control, and that's all they say. Well, we can't control people. Because they don't exactly, but the kids don't understand. It sounds sweet and nice, and all we're going to go outside, and either we're behind this or we're not. But they don't understand all. It's a complex issue. The ki- but we have to. The schools don't consider them to be kids. They consider them to be future voters. And so what they do is they brainwash these kids in these schools to control their vote at a later time. So all of this about all of this is about getting this in these kids' head, Vic. Just like you called it a poison, getting that poison into these kids' minds. As they grow up, they become voters, and guess what they do? They vote for Democrat policies, and that's what all these kids in schools are being groomed to do, is to become future Democrat voters. I love this comment from the Facebook user. Um, Unfortunately, he says, yes, they're stupid. What they should be upset about is the fact that their schools refuse to provide armed security, as Tabitha said. Their schools refuse to allow teachers to carry if they want after receiving proper training. The students are mad at the wrong people. That's where I agree, the wrong people. Those with the most power to protect the student body refuse to do so. One armed officer isn't enough for these large schools. And then I'll take it a step further if you really want to get serious about it. And if you want to debate us, let's debate. Um, We give trillions of dollars to Ukraine and have Ukraine, protecting Ukrainian kids. Right. Not our own. But nothing here in the United States. Nothing in the United States. And you know, and a lot of people, I'm not a big fan of Illinois. I can't stand Governor Pritzker. But I'll tell you what, I went to grade school, junior high, and two years of high school in Illinois, mm-hmm. and at all of my schools that I went to in Illinois, we had armed guards. Junior high, we had two armed guards. High school, two armed guards. And I, we had metal detectors yeah. in high school. And I am telling you, it's unfortunate that you have to do these things, but if you have to protect your kids, you have to do what you have to do. And it's ridiculous to me that Democrats want to get rid of resource officers. Well, it's like It's this. crazy. It's, it's, it's schools and any kind of government institution. If, I, if you go to court right now, St. Charles County, 
you have to go through metal detectors and through about 13 marshals to get to the courtroom that you're supposed to go to. If you want to get on a plane, you have to go through about 40 TSA people who are less than competent, but at least they got a metal detector there. If you want to go to a school to learn algebra and trigonometry, what's the difference? How are you doing, Joe? Good to see you, Janet. You're, you're, you're uh, cheerleading out, but looks amazing. Go get him today, kiddo, as he's packing a 9mm, making sure that she is safe while she is learning home economics or whatever she's learning. That is not that controversial. They don't, even, they don't even teach that stuff anymore. Think about that. that that's okay, how, I would, okay. That's how deprived Algebra. our schools are these days. <laughs> they don't want you, they, they don't want you to know how to balance your checkbook or to uh, know how to Well, AI is going to do it for me in the next two months, I'll tell you that. Cook or so. They took all those classes out of schools. Sometimes you just got to let it breathe, Vic. We're learning woke. Sometimes you just got to let Tabitha sit there. You know there. what? You're right. And sometimes you have to laugh instead of cry yeah, yeah. or laugh instead of bitch. Yeah. I'm just like. I am convinced that I'm living in a different portal from you guys. <laughs> I am not on the same. It, I have. A, I am convinced that I am in a room right now staring straight ahead in a daydream and you guys are trying to wake me up because none of this stuff seems real. You think, yeah, but we, we don't agree with it all what's going on. Yeah. But Eric, in the midst of all the darkness, there is light. Scotty, when you get a chance, um, there is light. It's just a ma- the light has to be given an opportunity to shine. Case in point, we don't always get the full story. That's been my whole, even working local news, that would frustrate the hell out of me. Vic, pick your battles. Vic, well, you know, you have to do this. Vic, blah, blah, blah. Just tell the full story. Tell every, every side. And as Eric says, if you are omitting information, you are lying. Well, transgender issues have become very big over the last couple of weeks in the last month. And Eric, I was so glad that you jumped in to talk about these issues today. Yeah. You sent us the story of what is called a D-trans. If you don't know what a D-trans is, as Eric told you earlier, somebody who went back after having transgender surgery to go back to how God made him in the first place. Um Oil London or Ali London, um, he is blaming TikTok. Now, this is a couple of minutes, but you get an idea when you listen to how kids, and it all gets associated into what we were just talking about, can get manipulated by peers, get manipulated by social media, get manipulated by the media. Here is this guy talking, this social media influencer, a D-trans activist, on how TikTok made him feel like he had to have surgery and change what he was originally as a human. When you're on TikTok, you now see thousands and thousands of transgender, non-binary influencers getting millions of followers, getting millions of views um, because it really has become a trend. But this is not just any trend. It's not a trend when you become a goth for the day or you start a dance trend. This is a trend that destroys lives. It destroys families. It destroys the lives of children. It teaches children that the only way to feel happy and to accept themselves is to mutilate their bodies through surgery, through taking very harmful hormones. We have to look at the correlation as well um, between um, when TikTok came about 2018. Suddenly, that was when we really started to experience the rise in medical transitions of kids. It was rising before that, but we saw a sharp, significant rise since the advent of TikTok back in 2018. So we really need to look at the harms of this and we really need to come up with a better solution 
in order to keep kids protected online. TikTok works with an AI algorithm. So they check what you're interested in and they push and feed you videos related to your interests. So, you know, if you're a kid that maybe stumbles across a video that's about gender ideology and you watch the whole video for 15 seconds, TikTok will remember that and just keep showing you the same kind of content. So that was what happened with me. I saw a lot of gender identity videos, people just expressing themselves. I was like, you know what, maybe I can change my identity. Maybe I can transition. And that was really when I transitioned during the height of my TikTok addiction. Every time it was just nothing but praise from all these people that have pronouns in their bios praising me, saying this is amazing, uh, you're incredible, we finally support you. When previously, you know, months earlier, they were attacking me and sending me hate. Mm. So, you know, that's the experience I had. So the more I shared my transition story, the more views it got. And uh, that's what's happening with everyone. When you see someone that shares their transition journey on TikTok, for instance, it might be a boy. They might start doing a little bit of lipstick. Their views will go up. They might do hair extensions or a wig. Suddenly their views go up more. They put on the dress more and more and more. So it's this constant uh, addiction to trying to get more validation and more love, uh, which is what's happening to so many people. And, you know, I too fell for that. I was really, really addicted to TikTok. And the real issue is, is that when you see TikTok promoting these videos, you know, these top surgeries, double mastectomies, you have thousands upon thousands of videos of young teens doing a, a day by day of their transition, day by day on hormones. You have videos of people injecting testosterone, showing kids how to inject testosterone. Mm. You've got trans activists telling kids how to get access to uh, hormones in states where it's illegal. So there are actual people trying to get these kids hormones without a doctor's prescription, without parental consent illegally which is just insane and this goes unchecked in fact it's actually amplified these videos often get hundreds of thousands of views if not millions so it's really become a problem so you know tiktok seriously needs to address this yeah and if that doesn't show you what's going on i don't know what does so the key is yeah guess what you'll hear people oh this is so great i want to be transgender i want to change my body it's where i'm going to be happy okay fine but then you also need to hear the other side yeah i did all this and it was fleeting glory. It, it was nothing what I thought I was more miserable once I did it. It sucks so bad. Scott, benefits starting. Scott. It sucks so bad because they're conflating two things. Sorry about that. I'm not sure what that was. It was awesome, whatever it was. <laughs> um, they're conflating two things. Legitimate people who are homosexual. I'll just start there because I don't understand the LGBTQ stuff. They're homosexual. They have a. They like the same gender. It's but a, not it's all a, trans people on, are me, me, gay. All right, hold on conflating two things i'm an adult i'm a homosexual i just got married to my high high school sweetheart he's a gentleman i'm a gentleman boom they're having a great life they're not they're not hurting anybody it's not because of tiktok it's just because this is how i was born and boom now we'll take it up a level i am a man trapped in a woman's body i'm 28 years old and i want to go through the process i do it properly you have this third thing and it's programming and it's a child, right? I'm a 12-year-old, just like this kid said, and I am so into this. I'm depressed as a child. I don't feel like I fit in anywhere, but I see these TikToks, and all of a sudden, like this kid says, I put on a little eyeliner. I now have 100,000 people worldwide saying, you look beautiful. All of a sudden, I fit in. 
I'm not gay. I don't I don't even know sexuality yet. I'm 12 years old. I'm not gay, but this eyeliner has brought me international fame, fortune, celebrity. I now do what he said. I got the lip filler. I now do what he says. I put the wig on and I look fantastic. I now am in that community space. How do you amp it up after you've done the the testosterone and the dresses and the wigs? You go through the process at 14 years old, maybe, right? Very few people, Eric. Very few people. This is less than, far less than 1% of the entire population. I understand. I don't even need the numbers. Why it's on the news, why everybody talks about it so much, I don't even know. It's not even about the numbers. It's not about, about it could be one person. That I could literally implode from inside. Right, but this is the the story. This is the story. It shouldn't even be a story. In 1985, I saw one of my favorite rockers. He had long hair. I was like, well, I got to grow my damn hair out long, Vic. And I was, I was, what? Was he wearing eyeliner? Most 80s on, rockers are trans. And then all of a sudden, that's, that's stop the it. 1%. And you've just lost all credibility if you could turn her mic off. So I was, a, I was this kid and I, and you have to look at it from your own perspective when you were 13, 14 years old. I was a kid. There was posters all over my room of long haired rock stars. I felt like I played football. I felt like I was an athlete, but I was really into this rock star lifestyle. Boom. My dad's going crazy. My mom's going crazy. I have long hair all of a sudden and they're going, what are you doing? I go, well, I like this lifestyle. Get in a band, more adulation. I start looking online and some of my favorite rock stars have an earring now. Oh, hell, well, I have to have an earring. Boom, Chesterfield Mall. Bam, I have a post in my ear on a Thursday afternoon. I am now in the game. Long-haired earring, and I play guitar. Now Steven Tyler's All of a, a sudden, now I'm in Shooting Star. I'm on tour. I'm on tour. And I saw Rachel Bolin from Skid Row had a chain from his ear to his nose. I did the same thing. You did that? I sure did. Oh, I want the picture. I oh sure did. God. A chain from my ear to my nose. I can't what wait guy, to see where this what, It wasn't trans. It where wasn't, did you stop? Did yeah, you go exactly. all the way to becoming a woman? All of a sudden, guys, guys don't. He yes. had one between his nipples, too. Yeah. All uh, of a sudden, uh, guys don't usually wear damn spandex. And, and well, think that they're, and think the they're men. I was wearing spandex and with tight still pants. Are. And wearing tight pants. <laughs> right? He really liked that movie. The point of my story. Can you skip ahead the to point, where God. you where the things change? I, I don't mean to bore Tabitha or anything like that. No, I want to hear it's the just most important allegorical, part. It's just an allegorical. When it's an did you analogy. wake up and stop Hold dressing on. like it's women? It's an allergy because I'm about to tell you. Let me get to my damn... Let me talk. <laughs> so I'm, I'm in this race to become as... As relevant as the guys that are in the in the magazines and doing the MTV thing, all of a sudden one day I I quit the tour. I didn't want to do that anymore because you were not a gay I, man. I was not a gay man. I was not transsexual. It was it was the and the it rest was, of the eighties. It was the are. fashion. No, don't let listen, him finish. Please don't listen to her. Please. Tabitha, let For him the finish. love of God, I'm, I'm like I know it's a long story, but let him finish. There was a day that I moved <laughs> that I moved to Seattle, Washington. I was like, I'm done with this. The earring came out. The nose ring came out. I, I, I had a, my cut my hair, and I started an ad agency, and I moved on to a different thing that, that attracted me. These kids are in a very impressionable part of their life at 12 years old. They're seeing things at a, at a level that I, if I would have seen that stuff, I, I can't even imagine where I would be right now. But they're being inundated, and they're not just being inundated. They're participating in it. It is so. I cannot imagine Less what it's like to have a twelve-year-old to have a twelve-year-old on this planet right now that you are not like in 
completely in control of their me- not, multimedia anymore. It's not happening, Eric. Don't fall for the propaganda. I can't, it's on not this issue, happening. On this issue, the I can't hear... The media wants you to think it's normal. It's not normal. It's not happening. It's less than 1% of the population. So what? But I, the media wants to cares? portray it as it's so common. There's so many trans kids out there. There's so many kids at these gender centers uh, doing all this trans stuff that it makes more kids do it. We have to stop normalizing. No, you're, you know, no, you're not no, hearing no, the story. You're right, you're, Tabitha. But guess what, Tabitha? It's increasing. You don't. Understand. It's increasing. You don't because understand. We all keep talking you don't about understand it. what you just said. Like TikTok. That's the point. That's exactly. That's the point. why we had you, you, Ollie. I completely agree. You don't understand what I'm saying. Here's what I'm saying. It doesn't matter if you think it's one percent. The deal that it's on TikTok and it's programming a child's mind will make it not one percent anymore. It will be a thing. It will be a thing in this country. There's a lot of kids out there that don't care if they're a man or a woman or a boy or a girl. There were they want to be popular. Oh, there it is. There it is right there. Thank you, Bendy. Bendy says the Wash U Gender Clinic, when all the information just yes. had hundreds of kids. And that's just at one clinic in St. Louis. And we showed you the map of what appeared to be thousands of clinics across the country. And just like Bindi said, mass hysteria, and that's exactly and what it is. And that is the true villain in all this, is a doctor who went through 10 years of school that can't look at a kid and go, kid, here's the number of a nice psychologist and a good support group. Get out of my office until you're of age. Well, yeah, but and that, to will, me, is where the evil comes. money and do whatever they can. It starts with the parents, as we talked about last week. Well, I understand the parents. The parents are emotional too when their kid comes They're up emotional. to them. Emotional, they are. When the most, when and I feel sorry for the parents myself. Yes, one hundred percent. But if my kid came up to me and said, "Dad, I have to do, I have to try heroin because all my other friends are doing," I'd say, "I'd go, you're nuts, and we got to get you help." I'm sorry because not, you're not going to try heroin just because your kid, your friends are doing it, or because you feel like you want to try drugs. I'm sorry, you're just not, and that's good parenting, right? Would you agree with that? Yeah. Or am I so out of the game that I'm just an idiot? I mean, I know I'm no, an idiot. It's good. You're not an idiot. It's just that we, we as a country, we it, this isn't happening in in most other countries. Nope. It's, it's happening not. in Europe. It's happening in NATO countries, which is I'm not even going to get started with BRICS versus not NATO. China, not tech, Russia, not China, definitely not Russia. These countries that that we're in this big war with, this is exactly what they're fighting against, and people don't get it. They're fighting against Western culture because our government. It comes straight from our government. They're creating these programs. They know exactly what's going on on TikTok. This is all a brainwashing. Uh, one of these days, we'll find out there was it was Operation something or another to try to neutralize all of us. They want us all to be androgynous and not be men, not be women. And the media plays into it. Everyone does. It's less than one percent of the population. It's growing so quickly. Because everyone keeps talking about, just like Bindi said, I was. Mass, I know we're but talking. But Tabitha, you, you, but Tabitha, you, you can't just not. I'm not talk saying we it. can't talk about it's it. It's out there. I agree. So you have to but do it, the anti-talk. I agree. And I you're not going to stop those who are wanting to talk about it. So you have to meet them where they are to make sure that there is proper education, and which is like, what cancel the show is and all exactly about. Exactly what you and Eric are both saying. Exactly what this guy in the video we just watched. I it's listen. all propaganda. There are certain it's things in this propaganda. world that the, the government has done a good job saying, not until you're 18, not until you're 21. There, the, the government, in my opinion, has done a good job 
up to this point saying yes. no drinking till you're 21 i'm sorry no doing this until you're 18 you want to drive a car it's a privilege i'm sure you can handle it at the age those 16. aren't political issues not at all it's because it's a political issue. Oh, it's all yes, yes. in regards to why it that's is right. what it is. And then if you disagree, you're a hater. You're a hater. Yeah. And then that's where the mass media messaging goes out. And then you go after young kids whose minds are still developing yeah. and don't understand. And then they'll attack other kids. My daughter experienced this with friends. There were like 11 or 12 in the friend group. And the last election was going on in 2020. And how dare you say, well, why don't we listen in their political discussions in class, which then gets taken to lunch, which then gets taken to their parties and social. How dare three of you in our group, friend group of 12, it was 12, say that, well, we should hear and give Donald Trump a, Donald Trump a chance. Guess what? The friend group exploded. Mm -hmm. Nine liberals. How dare you? There's no way. We can't listen to Donald Trump. That's how it works. Yeah. And the media and the messaging goes into the kids, yes, which sir. is where we are and why you have to educate kids on what's actually happening and why you're deciding what Man, you're deciding. I'm telling you, this is, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm like, when I call myself not a Republican, not a Democrat, I feel like I'm a libertarian just because the word liberty is in that word. I don't even know what the word means, but I'm I'm not I'm not political by I have to go get my Republican card out or whatever it is. I'm libertarian is because I think that it, in the word I think in the in the world you should be able to live your life as you see fit until you die. But I will be very hardcore to the fact that the human brain from zero to 21 does not fully develop and it is our job as society to protect these kids well, then you I, better i'm just start i'm a civil sorry war and get rid of the biden regime because if you want to protect kids you're fighting on the wrong side we have to get rid of the biden regime we have to get rid of the democrat regime because eric we're, we're fighting a, a losing battle against these but people. when you say the democrat regime the democrat what regime, do you mean by that that's I a very wide biden, open statement I've, I've explained this many times before and i will explain it again the democrat regime just like if you were think of don't think of us as the united states we 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 give ourselves strange credit that we don't deserve. Yeah. Think of us as another country. And another country and that would be new. That's think a of new it thing. like Brazil. That's you a know, new they thing. have a regime that has been in control. Think of Syria. And that's a new a thing as well. That's been in control. Here in the United States, we have a regime that's been in control for probably since JFK. The only difference and that's with the that, Democrat regime. It, the only difference with that is we have an opportunity. The Democrat Party is not going anywhere, Tabitha. There's nothing I'm you, not talking me. about getting yeah. rid of the Democrat Party. I'm sure well, that that's nice. what Madonna was saying about the Republicans four years ago too so it's not it doesn't go but i think of the donna You're not gonna get donna, democrats out of office donna democrats on the chat city. line says this they need to seriously talk more about the bad things the transitioning brings and i agree 100 percent with which that which is what we, we own, were doing right here yeah and i think well I, I would like to even drill down more into specifics like get a human psychologist on this show i would love to find out what the uh emotional what the physical breakdown of a little boy is that puts that much estrogen in their body Eric, to become a woman yeah it, it, I would love to know Eric, that, by the way. It is 100% mental illness. And it depends on what, and if you're not going to get every psychologist to say exactly what you want, but I promise you, there are psychologists who will tell you 
that it is 100% mental illness. Mm. Well, when you guys do all that, that will be the day I take my vacation day. I am so tired of talking about trans issues. You have no Tough. You live in that world. Yeah. You know, That's I That's the world I you only, live in. But here's the thing. The trans issue has only been the last month. I know. And it's just overwhelming. It's everywhere. It's overwhelming. And, and it's, part, it's what reality it is. It is reality. The St. Louis Blues. The St. Louis Blues just changed their logo to a, a rainbow. No, they did it for one day. Okay, fine. To promote and, But I'm just what I'm saying. Well, you don't have a, a choice not to talk about it. Well, actually, you do. Yeah, but at the same point in time, Eric, the, the flip side of the story was the Blues became the seventh team to refuse the players refuse to wear pride jerseys. Yeah, they're definitely fitting okay. a square peg through a round. But if you're going to talk and about it, it's a very it's, this is all such a complex issue because there are gay yes. people, there are trans people, there are cross dressers. Then, then Not more, all trans yeah. people are gay. You have drag queens who are a lot of times heterosexual. Yes, I mean it's it's it, it, uh, the, the tiniest tiniest portion of these people. Or pedophiles, you know. I mean, it's such a convoluted subject, and it's such a complex yeah. subject, and it's exactly. really hard to talk about it with without clarifying all of these different things. And here's the deal. Here's the deal. This is why I don't care to talk. I, I mean, I don't care not to talk Slippery about it because slope. because you I'll tell you one what, thing. You have to allow it all. It's a big enough deal. There. It's a big enough deal for Kid Rock to bring out of an AR-15 and blow up some bottles. It's a big enough deal for you know to talk about if our military is being too woke and it's being too well that was more about I mean, the virtual it's, virtual it's, it's signing big en- of it's Budweiser. big enough it's big enough that the, we're having trans shows at Elmendorf Air Force Base up in in Alaska it's big it, you see it but is see, something but, to talk about but pride day is different than talking yeah. about transgender issues and gender studies and I don't think anybody and there's cares. a big difference between supporting gay rights yeah. versus being against kids being brainwashed into being well, trans and and there should be experts out there telling kids you know what the majority of kids who go through these things do have mental health issues the a majority of these kids who go through who uh, have these gender reassignment yeah. surgeries i'm talking about as kids taking pu- puberty blockers i can talk out of both sides of my mouth right now side of, there's a, a high you. rate of suicide i can talk out of both sides of my mouth right now and i know the show is coming to an end but here's the deal i have a friend of mine who is going through exactly what we're talking about right now and about a week ago i said i'm so proud of you i can't believe you're doing this i'm so proud of you you look amazing what you're did do- that person what you're was, doing a what, great job and what I did god you. make that person god made that person depressed no that, no god doesn't he's make a man he's, he's, he's a transitioning man, to he's a woman trans- okay yeah and he's he's been depressed he's been emotional he's been suicidal he has tried everything i can tell to be a uh a, a, a citizen that's that's very productive and he was like screw it you know there's something about me that i just don't feel is natural i'm gonna go and be a woman i go excuse me did tiktok do that was he watching no tiktok absolutely not absolutely (laughs) not absolutely not and he did it she did it and um i couldn't be more proud that he's not a kid He's not going to Bell Reeve Elementary School in the Parkway Central yeah, in the okay. Parkway School District. I just my niece is doing the same thing. She's going through the transition. She's been taking puberty blockers and you applaud her for right? a long time. I think people have to live the life they do, but she's like fifteen or sixteen years old. That's not a and, that's a problem. That's a problem. It's different when you're a child versus mm. when you're an adult. That's yeah. a very big that's a problem. Difference. What a mom and dad. A say? very well. My brother's he passed away okay. a couple years ago. Yeah. And uh, so dad's at mom and her mom. I don't know what what her mom said. Yeah. I haven't talked to her mom. And, and 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 females who are that find themselves being attracted to other females as fourteen year olds. Hey, that's nature. I'm sorry, you can't do anything about it. I'm sorry if you're a parent. That's one thing that you might have to deal with. 
that you might have a child that is gay. And that's cool that's, too. And that's and that's cool too. People have to support their children, of course. Absolutely. And I, and I don't even want to. There's just so like it's, I said, it's such a complex, complex. Thing. It is complex, and that's why we should talk you know about it on this show. Media doesn't get into the complex issues. Yeah. they don't get into the complex issues. And deep that's dive. why we have the deep dive issues. And you have to get into the more complex issues. We don't want to see children damaged. Is but basically guess what, what we're Eric? Saying. Think about this. And I don't think we can stop the train that this country is on. Unless we end up with this NATO versus BRICS war, we are not going to be able to stop the train that this is on. You know where that train stop ends? At some point, we're not not in our lifetimes, but in probably in our children's lifetime, there will be a time when people like us, yeah. we are the less than one percent. Everyone else is going to be all uh, a no. combination of all sorts of things. No. Us, no. we're going to be the rarity. No, because here's here's That's the where deal. The train here's goes. the deal. Here's the deal. Because, and we'll leave it at this, Vic. Sigmund Freud was right. There's this thing called the libido. And it's as scientific as anything else. It is literally a mechanism where a male becomes horny, <laughs> for lack of a better word, to go and be with a woman. They can brainwash that out of you as a small hold child. On, hold on, hold on. Don't even that go is there. Impossible. Yes, no, it's, no, it's not. not. It's impossible. No, it's That's not. exactly it's what's happening. Why do you think there's hundreds it's impossible. of kids it's not. that it's gender too, studies it, place? You're going after, you're going after universal you law to basically say a man doesn't want to get with a woman which will repopulate the earth which is why the earth keeps getting repopulated is is universal law we so there's need, never going to be a one percent you're God's. so wrong we we do we can grow babies in a test tube uh, and we're going to have probably more technology on that someday we don't need men and women to be together to have babies you can get so, uh, so men are going to look of, at other men and go i have to have that Yes, it, it's already <laughs> happening. Why? And some people are born that way naturally, yeah. but our but government Tabitha, is trying to implement and brainwash this, children. But Tabitha, that's no. a tiny little percentage that you were just talking about. It yeah, won't it's be a tiny someday. little percentage. Yes, it won't it's be a tiny someday. little percentage. Keep drinking that milk with the hormones Grun- and antibiotics. Just remember this, grunge music didn't last forever. <laughs> bon Jovi is now not very popular. Think about it. Not everything. So you lasts think forever. you think it's a dying trend? I think it's a it's a it's an ebb and, it and a, a flow. Trend. It's an ebb and a flow, and it will flow back the other way. As a matter of fact, we're seeing it with politicians becoming Democrats to Republicans. We're seeing and it. We're seeing it all what, over the look place. Look at what Bindi said, and she's absolutely correct. The destruction of the family. Yeah, but it's also about encouraging mental illness is not helping people, and, you, and yeah. that's about encouraging yeah. people in unnatural ways. Yeah. Whatever you think unnatural yeah. is. I, it, Tabitha, I love you, but you are one of the most negative people I've I'm ever met. I'm not negative at all. And that's I, okay. If, if you were I lo- alive. And I'm not, that's not a slam. If you were I, please alive don't think a, I'm slamming Tabitha, but she is. If you were alive in 100 years, yes. you would say, Tabitha, you were right. I see I would it not, all you would playing not, out in front of me. You would people not. are having no. test tube babies and sperm donations and egg donations, and uh, there's no people procreating The natural anymore. mechanism yes, for a kid to be born. Yes, there are. You, I'm not talking about now. I said 100 not, years There's not going to be a quick trip of How babies. How many times have you, you... And first of all, I'm not negative. And second of all... God I'm, is bigger I'm, than all that I, I mean, Exactly. I am the a natural order of the realist. universe is bigger than any any BLM well, rally. I'm trust gonna, me. I'm going to tell Christian, you what. you know, there is a plan. 
There is, there is certainly a plan. There's also a plan for the the world to yeah. end someday. What you're seeing is an but ebb and also, a flow. The only, I hate to say this, the only thing that might save us, seriously, oh boy. is getting in this war with Russia. Uh, NATO versus BRICS. Because NATO <laughs> de- needs to okay. be destroyed. Can I say, can I say something about country. BRICS? NATO needs all to right, be destroyed. Alright, I know the show's coming That's where all this starts. I get the show's coming together, but I saw this thing on Fox today. One of the, Stuart Varney basically said, you know what? Stuart Varney! He said basically this BRICS thing is a joke. I was like, I was intent. I woke my it ass is up. Not a joke. I woke my ass up and I said, "Is this real?" And Stuart Varney, who has been a alarmist his whole career, he has been. basically said, "I didn't hear him say it." Basically, bricks is a joke. It's not. I don't worry why about he bricks. Said that. Is not he a said, joke. Here's what he said. Here's what he said. He said the the dumbing down of the dollar. On the other hand, that's serious. But yes. the bricks thing, bricks is not, not a, a joke. joke. It's a joke. At some point, you know what bricks is? No, I found what he said. Can I just say something, please, without everyone talking at the same time as me? And I'm not blaming you for. I'm not blaming you for being scared of bricks. And I'm I was not scared too. Of bricks. Advised to, I'm not. This is I, not time for you to. I'm you know. not scared of bricks, Eric. I'm getting to the point where I actually feel. That we know Donald Trump wanted to withdraw from NATO. He wanted to withdraw from the UN. These two organizations are killing our country. I I don't want to be under Russian control or China control. I don't want our children to fight in a war. But we need someone to save us. And if it has to be BRICS, then so be it. Because our country is being completely destroyed by the people who yeah, run it. Yeah, but it's four-year cycles. You don't know what's going to happen in the next four year years. cycles when they you don't know what's cheat two and years. control the elections. You're very paranoid right now because of what I'm Biden is doing to this I'm not country. Paranoid. There was a, about I'm a three, realist. three years ago. A realist. Remember this realist. Three the years, person who doesn't re- read the news at all is trying right. to tell me that I don't know right. what I'm and talking about. And I didn't about. say I was smart, but I'm just saying this. <laughs> you are smart. Remember this. Three years ago, the pipeline, the XL pipeline, was being built across America. And then Biden we shut entered, it down. Okay, that's why I'm saying we go in four-year increments. That's what I'm no, saying. No, because then Trump ran again yeah. in 2016 and obviously lost to Biden because they cheated. It was a coup. And you know what? In 2024, they will stage another coup. All I'm saying, I never get to talk because back? Tabitha won't shut up. All I'm saying is this. <laughs> My and God. I thought I was... And get, you say that. Hey. I never say anything. I can't even get a word in. Here's well, the deal. I mean, hey, Eric. Vic, tell her Not this. You tell her this. I'll talk through you to get to her. The, here, here's the deal. I thought I now, was now now children. I, I thought one I would, cries, we all cry. I, exactly. <laughs> I thought I was bringing her good, positive news that a that a very that a hawkish financial guy was saying this bricks thing He's is a wrong. joke. We'll right? get into that. We don't have enough time today. We need to do more research. I need to even know. I don't even know about it. I need, I'm not prepared. It's basically Russia having the ability to buy oil because they are they are sanctioned Russia right now. Russia is. Are you? Have you lost your and now, mind? And now Saudi Arabia you has just, come on what board. What were we just talking about? And Saudi Arabia has come on board and said Russia you know, has the oil. Everybody's buying the oil from them. They don't need to buy any yeah. oil. They have the oil already. Yeah, there is something that concerns me about the Japan deal. They're buying the Russian oil right now. Everybody That's a little is concerning. because we're not above drilling pri- above price. That's a little concerning. And but you know what? We'll America's get into that later. Blessing, <laughs> Eric. <laughs> yeah. Can you tell her to have a nice day? <laughs> I'm we afraid. need to cancel this debate up at Wendy's. I'm afraid to say anything right now. <laughs> yeah, just tell Tabitha to take a, a nice swig of hot toddy and go to bed. She'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's a little bit of what we do, but that's awesome. We do have much love for everybody. Yes, and I love Eric despite the fact that he's always wrong. 
I didn't He's say I wasn't. I'm in the, my top five Eric, of favorite Eric, people on the planet. Eric, <laughs> top five of favorite wrong people. Eric, <laughs> yes. worry, I've already been told I'm always wrong too. It's all right. Women tell guys well, we're always wrong. I was just going to say, women get yeah. that to us all the time. Yeah, that doesn't <laughs> hurt. Well, uh, it's funny. A, a listener messaged me the other day and they were talking about all of our roles. Mm-hmm. They're like, Scotty's the rocker. Mm-hmm. And uh, the the Eric's smoker, the, the toker, and the they said Eric's the liberal. Vic is I'm the establishment. The oh. <laughs> and I'm the only patriot here. Oh damn! They called me the smoker and the toker. Yeah, I know. That's what I. That's said. so odd. Hey, patriot, fix your flag then, because it's all jacked up. <laughs> hey, shut up, liberal. <laughs> You're not welcome here. All right, stoner. <laughs> Hey, it was Tabitha's mom. So just okay. I love Tabitha's mom. I'm not liberal, Miss. It was not my mom. (laughs) She loves all of you guys equally. She actually tells me that I need to calm down sometimes. You know that's right. <laughs> little dig, little dig. I know, man. She needs to hang out more with the toker, smoker. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we do appreciate you guys joining us. Thanks again. Uh, cancel this, cancel this show.com. We're serious. We have fun. And a, to- a talking stick as a suggestion that would never work here. The talking stick would get thrown. What? Oh, God, no. We would, this place would get destroyed. I hold the conch. <laughs> a talking bowling ball. I don't even know what a talking stick is. I'm all for the Nerf dart gun. I think that'd be great. We need uh, our buzzers back. No, we need some water guns for sure. No doubt. Yeah, well. I okay. dare us. I, I, no, I wouldn't do it. I did. Yes, I would. It's like Shot when you spray collars. the cat to get out the counter. <laughs> <laughs> I can't oh take it. Gosh. Is this Friday or Thursday? <laughs> I think Wednesday. Thursday. Thursday. Somebody almost said I Wednesday. I <laughs> thought it was for a second. Speaking of Friday, tomorrow, what do we have for tomorrow? Well, here's the deal. I know it's not. I am so pissed off at Alex, our marketing guy. He He's creative. AI was supposed to be last week, but the Trump stuff happened. So he suggested we move it to this Friday. Yes. So I get a text early today. Alex is like, and he's a big part of our AI show. I can't do AI tomorrow. <gasps> and I'm like, we're going to be dead I'm by the time he well, comes Can on. he create an AI thing to just say what he was going to say? Yes. I agree. Alex. I still want to do AI tomorrow. Me too. I'm ready for it. Just we, Alex. We're going to need him, though. He's pretty sharp on it. He's got some I right there. I know he is. Alex, take your cell phone. So stay tuned. We'll let you guys know what we got going on tomorrow. Come on, Alex. Take your cell phone, go in the bathroom, and record everything you know about AI. I don't, I don't know why bathroom. In the what, bathroom. I was going to say, turn the sound off. <laughs> Whatever room you want to go to. I don't. I didn't mean that. What but. is going on in your head? Yeah. All right. Thanks for joining us for Cancel This. It's where men get work done, Tabitha. You wouldn't know anything about Scotty, it. Scotty, Eric, Tabitha, and Vic. We'll see you next time for CancelThisShow.com. Please like, share, subscribe.